Hey everyone, welcome back to Commander Crunch. Before we get started today, just a quick dropping in to let you know that this beautiful, amazing, delicious, crunchy podcast is brought to you by both puremtgo.com, where you can find articles on all different formats of magic, and of course, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, because if you're in Australia, New Zealand, or Malaysia, go there for all of your auction needs. Now, on to the damn podcast! Welcome to Commander Crunch, episode 8. I'm Sam. And I am Chesh. And uh, we're joined today by Jeff from MTG Lexicon. Uh, Super excited to have Jeff on as a a guest on our show about commander culture, (laughs) uh, community, creativity, all that good stuff, uh, tasty commander treats. So, uh, Jeff. Yes. Welcome, Uh, dude. This is your... Hey, uh, good to be here. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, What was that, Chesh? Yeah, what were you this saying? is your nutritious serving of tasty commander treats on the regular that Sam forgot two episodes in a row. I don't mind. I kind oh, of well. outgrew it. I don't even want to talk about the attempts that I've started with my podcast. <laughs> hey, guys, we have a podcast. And then we record one episode and then uh, months go by. And uh... Yeah, I was going to say, you guys have a podcast? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. Uh, but uh, I mean, you know, you can come guest on ours, and, and and pretty stoked to have the rest of the crew on if they ever want to come on as well. So um, right yeah, Jeff, tell us tell us all about MTG Lexicon for those uninitiated. Um, oh yeah, God, um, where do I start? <laughs> um, Drunken casual commander on the regular. Well, the true. dive bar kind of line is the, my favorite one. That, that makes <laughs> that speaks to my soul. Yeah, we are the dive bar of EDH or the dive bar of uh, Magic the Gathering. I guess we're trying to rebrand just to uh, reach out and you know, just do other things like MTGO. Sometimes we play mm-hmm. MTGO. Pardon me. Uh, I'm drinking mm-hmm. a nice uh, Drake's 1500 uh, today um, and uh, then some vodka. But anyway, uh, apart from that, <laughs> uh, the entire channel is about playing Magic, uh, essentially. <laughs> There is alcohol involved. Um, sometimes sometimes. Uh, alcohol <laughs> is more than just involved. It's a player in the game. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, we do have a good time. You know, we talk shit. We, uh, it's all in good fun, though. Um, some people uh, uh, talk about how, how mean we are to each other. But on camera, off I mean- camera, we talk. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, as Australians, I think that's just second nature, and and I think it's it's so close uh, to say, you know, oh my mate, and then completely berate someone is still like a form of love. So it's like I, d- I don't even, I would never notice that. I'd be like, yeah, that's just what it is, you know. Yeah, like, so. yeah, yeah. I remember saying it, a few things that made Chesh go, "What? You're so <laughs> mean. You're so mean." <laughs> uh, no one, no one ever understands when. Like, when something like that happens, it's generally not me going, like, oh, my God, like, surprise. It's just me, like, filling in that, that silence for the audience and going, wow, you're so mean. <laughs> but it's, it's it's never as serious you're so oh, mean okay. because, I mean, like... I wasn't sure. Okay, so basically, with Australians... um. A language warning? If I drop the C word, do I have to language warn? That one probably, yeah. Do I, I have I mean, to? Yeah, I, okay. I'm pretty Look, casual about the other ones. Uh, I'm, I'm going to drop the C word. I'm sorry, Americans, but this is like a thing that Australians do. Um, but 
we're the type of people who, as a collective group, um, that will call each other mad cunts, right? And it's not, like, offensive. It's a, like, you, you're mad. Like, you are so amazingly awesome. I love you so much. Yeah, yeah. And, and people don't kind of get it. But, like, the, the group dynamic that you guys have, where you hang shit on each other all the time, mm-hmm. is entertaining, it's hilarious, and it's always meant in good fun. Yeah. And and you know your limits. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. most importantly, it's bloody real though. Like it's it's mm. you know, and and that's that's where I kind of just go. This is this is what we're about, and and this is what we kind of align to. And you know, super stoked to see Chesh on there, and you know, right throwing well. some in- infect around. But yeah, exactly. You just get a <laughs> you get a feel, you know. And and it's also like you, you notice when I'm not slaying anyone, but when people are trying a bit too hard, and it's like a kind of thing. And and I mean, I don't know. I go on about it a little bit, but magic's the place where. You know, there's all kind of ranges of social kind of spheres and yes. some can feel a little bit restrictive. Some can feel like you're like, I uh, don't really want to be a part of that because it doesn't feel comfortable and that kind of thing. And, and this one's just like, it's just natural, like, you know, the dive bar is where I want to be. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it's, it means a lot to hear that. And that's the kind of environment that we want to build is uh, we don't want to have an environment where people feel like, oh, can I say this? Should I? Can I, mm. can I do, you know, it's more like if you, if you hear me and you will call my opponents or my friends really stupid bastards or, or idiots or, <laughs> or, uh, uh, whiny bitches or something, it's, it's, they're going to bring it right back to me. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It, exactly. and it's fun. on Brennan for being a backstabber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we call Brent, uh, I mostly, I just, uh, I call Brandon lazy and idiot, but in, in, in all reality, Brandon is, the um the dumbest smart person i know like he's a genius <laughs> he's a genius i know exactly right? that concept i know exactly that concept yeah like uh, this dude is responsible and i'm not even going to be shy about it he's responsible for pretty much the way the entire setup is at our studio he did all of the hard work and when i say hard work the setup, like how everything fits together. But at the same time, I recorded a podcast with him and he wore open air earphones. So his voice voice and my voice went through his headphones to his microphone. And when he sent me the audio file, I had to move heaven and earth to to remove his fucking voice or my voice from his microphone. And even then, it's like there's there's not much you can you can do at the end of the day. Like it's kind of just there. He went infinite in sound. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how did you do this? You're the you're an audio nerd, dude. You, all you do is talk about how we can get our audio better, and you do this. Like how <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> but I love him. I love him like a brother, and I would I would take a bullet for that guy. I would. Oh, I love it. Um, so tell us a little bit about the. Um, uh, I know I watched the, the the video recently about the setup, um, which I, I imagine would for a while people were like. Oh, I wonder how these these guys actually. Have, oh yeah. You know, this great stream setup and everything, and and how many people were just like amazed when you actually showed it off in that video. <laughs> yeah, if we're not known for anything else, it's it's the setup. Um, so what, what specifically would you like to know? Uh, it's in a studio. Oh, I mean. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, people just watch the video, but describe it a little bit. And, oh, okay, um, sure, you know. sure. So, um, I'll give you a little uh, deep lore, too. Um, so, we started out uh, recording at Brandon's apartment on this glass table. And from there, we moved into a spare room in his new house after he moved out. And from there, 
it's the studio. We got this uh, little office space um, not too far away from all of us, and we constructed a table. We put a bunch of two by fours on the walls and took uh, took out some of the uh, t- ceiling tiles and modified it. But uh, it, it's a two part. So there's, uh, there's one room that we have a TV in where they play Smash Brothers or whatever. It's like the ultimate, and I hate I hate this fucking <laughs> phrase, man cave. You know, I fucking yeah, hate yeah, that yeah. phrase. But you know what yeah, I mean? It's I, like I completely <laughs> agree. Do you know how much stuff in Australia is marketed as the man cave? And even though I don't think that's right these days to, no. you know, be so it's, alpha ma- a macho, but, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nerd hovel, I guess that's a better yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nerd hovel. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the Hobbit home. And, uh, yeah, it, it, we got, you know, posters and a nice little table and two mini fridges for the beverages and, e. and no air conditioning. Um, that's fun. The office I saw your extractor, though. That was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a thing we had to get. We had to get a uh, our own little air conditioning unit because uh, our neighbors have the thermostat in their office, and it's on them to oh, turn no. it on or off. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they leave the heat on, and uh, it is unbearable. <laughs> Uh, to be in that place when the heat is uh, coming out of the office next door to us into our office, and uh, it's 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 a living nightmare. But mm. I, w- I wouldn't be anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I know that um, uh, my wife works in a uh, her digital agency she works for has that same setup, which is just baffling in a modern office yeah. space. That like yeah. one person has the bloody controls to this thing, and there's multiple businesses doing it, and. It's also this one business that owns most of the building now or, like, you know, all the places except for her agency. And they're mm-hmm. in the last few that, like, are left. And they're trying to take them all over, essentially. That's like, oh, well, we want to gobble this up too. And they're like, no, no, we still like it here. And so, they're, like, little, like, subtle kind of mechanism to push people out is just to up the thermostat. <laughs> it's just, like, to subtly <laughs> flush them out. But, I mean... These days, anyway, I think they're even talking about what offices mean to companies and how much space you really need. But that's a whole mm-hmm. kettle of fish, man. <laughs> like, you know, like... Nothing. Yeah, far out. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I mean, they're quite modern anyway and everyone's working from home for the most part. But, yeah, you know, everyone might need downside. So, so the other company may win, but I don't know. Joke's on them when you know, uh, <laughs> office space isn't as in demand anyway. So, whatever. That, that's something to talk about, though. So, during these times, uh, we try to limit it to two... Uh, maybe maybe three people, but mostly two yep. in, in the studio, and uh, the rest remotely. So it's a bit of a double edged sword because a we get more community involvement, and you know have you guys on here and uh, mm. have other content creators and other just awesome people. Sometimes we have people that are uh, patrons on, um, but b I'll. I don't want to say a lot of our fan base, but uh, some some of the guys we call them Alexanauts. I'm trying to get that to stick. So all the, the <laughs> like Alexanauts, uh, it sounds so fucking cool. Uh, they <laughs> like to see us, you know, and like the the core mm-hmm. hosts engage with each other, and that's part of the appeal of the channel. Um, so we haven't gotten together as much as we'd like to because you know COVID nineteen and the world, uh, yeah. It, yeah. So we're we're just trying to be as precautious as uh is necessary without just completely stopping the show um another thing that's going on right now and uh i'm gonna 
get out my my soapbox here and uh, put it on the ground. Um, oh, please do. That's what that's what our platform's <laughs> for. Go for it. <laughs> so uh, uh, we are based out of California, and California right now is on fire. It's uh, we have mm. some serious serious fires going on, and um, if you live in California or you feel or you have family or you feel like you need to contribute. Um, there's a great website. It's a cafirefoundation.org. Um, you can find some relief funds to donate to if if uh, you choose to. Um, so that's that's my uh, that's my good deed for the day. I can continue mm-hmm. to be a uh, terrible asshole for the rest of, <laughs> of the night. No, no, that's and, uh, definitely. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, I donated a few bucks. Uh, it, it's 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 a problem in California. It happens. More often than I'd like to admit uh, out here, but wildfires are uh, a, a serious issue because uh, they displace you know families and and uh, you put a lot of people at risk. You know, but anyway, not to mention like it's it's happening almost every year now. Yeah. Like it never used to be this bad, uh, and it's the same for Australia as well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Well, you guys I mean, just recently I'm, had a huge fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I was going to say we're sharing kind of, um, yeah. you know, at this stage, uh, we'll be sharing kind of uh, fire forces as much as we can, you know. Like it's, I think right now the worst part is this timing, you know. Like even, yeah. uh, I mean, a lot of places that were on fire at the start of the year had no gap and then COVID hit, but now you've got I, – I keep worrying about this. Like what's the, you know, people are just learning to manage this after months and months and months. Mm-hmm. And what happens when another crisis happens in, in you know, kind of unison does you drop one and kind of worry about the other and that's usually what, what happens what happens when the plates under yellowstone decide to move yeah which is going to happen you yeah. know in the next 10 years so yeah um, a- any little if bit anyone's of, been know, following any seismic activity like i do because i'm a weirdo um, and it's infinitely fascinating because here in australia we have mount warning which is uh the plug to a dormant volcano mm. not extinct dormant um and has been for you know thousands of years or something and it's, it's just you know, it's it's kind of scary to think the Yellowstone National Park is basically, yep. you know, it, it's about time for something to happen there. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're in this pandemic phase at the moment. You know, California is on fire. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to back that and say um, donate what you can if you yeah, can. Any, any bit matters, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with that. So, um, I guess this is the Doomsday Podcast now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it kind of has been anyway. I mean, but- it has been since <laughs> yeah. you know, COVID started. Like, yeah. so, so we got exactly we got started right on point. pandemic volcanoes about to erupt, uh, earthquakes, uh, fires, and uh, fires. What, what can we add to this mix? A, a new strain of uh, a new strain of COVID. Yeah, don't oh, even man. Um, and it's election year. So, so yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's election year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and the USPS is being shut down piece by piece by. Your attorney general, or whatever the fuck his name is, the postmaster general. <laughs> oh man, just I, like I want to talk to Brandon about that. Slowly gutting mail. Yeah, yeah, definitely want to talk to Brandon about that. Yeah, that's a yeah. great um, time. Well, it's, yeah, it's a full stop. And it's, <laughs> I mean, but to keep it on the bright side, like it's, uh, I, I keep going. You know, uh, we'll always have challenges like this, uh, and I think this is more. We've just had a very luxurious time for quite a while. I realize now, and a lot of mm-hmm. the things that used to bring me down were very, very petty in comparison now. And yeah, you know, no, nothing changes without crisis. In it, you know, to look at it completely optimistically. Ideally, I hope people don't forget. And um, you know, there's I, I like to see the view of it is there's another side of this where people start to reconsider 
what the environment means, what society means, that kind of thing. But I mean, who knows? Like at the same, by the same token, I've learned that a lot of people are morons, which kind of is probably sounds a bit mean, <laughs> you just but it's true. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, again, I'd, I'd like to be always really quite optimistic about it, and they're like whatever. But I mean, even I don't know. I, I live in a small country country town now, and seeing everyone wear masks was a big surprise. That nice. you know, Australians can be stubborn, and it's like. Yeah. You know, we've we've done it. So I don't know. It's and and work cultures as well. We've kind of gone into a little bit like how that kind of shakes this whole thing up. But you know, back to magic. Of course, like I've I've learned more than ever. This this mm. whole thing's about you know it sounds so bloody lame, but the gathering, like it really is. Mm. And and we've kind of had to readapt and figure it out. And like say, Chesh and I would absolutely prefer to be in the same room right now. And and yeah. I think we will one day. And you know, do that and a lot more. And but you know. Like hats off to you guys to go and you know we're going to still do the right thing, but how do we make this work? Kind of thing. So yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, let's. Uh, that is the uh, that is the positive side. I think is is when we get out of this because we will, and that's what I I, I know I know we will. Everybody, exactly. I think it's going to be a little bit of a renaissance. You know, of mm. uh, it, we're back together. You know, the gang's all here. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Let's uh, let's go even harder, you know. And, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I, I even saw a po- someone said, um, uh, you know, the first time they go back to a club or whatever and hear Mr. Brightside at the end of the night because it <laughs> seems to be what happens here. It's going to be biblical, like, you know. Is, is Mr. Brightside still on the on the charts over there? Is- <laughs> I don't know. I, I also have – I haven't been to a club Dude, to the – I haven't been to a club and, and been there till close until you see, the lights go on and you see the floor uh, for a very long time. Time and it's you know I still I feel young but I feel really old at the same time and yeah it's also apparently just that's what we're in front of you. What's that? We're we're ahead of you. Oh yeah, not behind. <laughs> we're in a time. Warp. We might be a colony of uh, of alleged criminals. <laughs> We, I, but you're words no, in my no, mouth, we are, man. We are. <laughs> I don't know about you, Chesh, but that's my legacy. Like, I'm my ancestors stole shoes and, and bread. That's why I learned to make. No, bread. so my my ancestors my ancestors all came over. Um, so there's a long story part of my history that I don't talk very much about, and that is the fact that the original surname for part of my family was Arnott's, as in the biscuits. Oh, what? Yes, I know. It's hilarious. Yes. Um, and when, uh, when one of them died and left everything to half the family, not the other half, because there was some feud thing, half of our family became Morley, uh, I believe, uh, uh, no, sorry, Keynes, it was on dad's side. Um, but my mum, my mum's family came here as botanists. They were all tending to the Royal Gardens and stuff down in Tasmania, oh, cool. uh, the actual botanic gardens. Um, my dad's side, uh, all ended up in the army, uh, which is where I got all my army training from. <laughs> so yeah, that's, we, we all basically came over here as either servicemen or botanists. And you don't talk about the biscuits anymore. I, it's just <laughs> stupid. Like the whole thing, it doesn't make sense. Right. So like to trace it back, there's there's parts of my family that just don't make sense. Like, oh no, a lot of it um, doesn't, and it's like a lot of them are like dead leads too, and they're just really hard to kind of understand what's going on. So exactly, and most people these days don't actually know. Like when I say that my great 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 grandfather was Sir Robert Morley, nobody even understands who that is anymore. You know, 
he just he died as a no-named fat actor, you know. But like, <laughs> he was one of the well, he was one of England's most famous actors for a very long period of time up until he died, you know. But it's just like it's literally ancient history that nobody fucking remembers, so mm. it just doesn't matter. But it, it's just that weird thing of like everyone perceives a lot of Australia came over as like slaves or as uh, criminals. And it's like, well, not exactly, yeah. but I don't want to think, yeah. yeah, I don't want to think what my family had to go through to actually get here in the first place, yeah. because a lot of the time that actually wasn't families going, yes, I want a new start. I'm going to go to Terra Nullius. Mm. Uh, a lot of the time it was like, you, you and you, you do this job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a weird one. Imagine trying to do that like this this day and age, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I sit there and, and and feel that I'm a you know, I get upset about some things sometimes. I'm like, well, think about if I just had to do something and not question it for eighty years, you know, essentially. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Chesh, I know. I mean, very briefly, like one of a part of my history in Port Arthur and Tassie is, you know, oh, uh, a uh, a shoemaker that stole some shoes. Like the irony there is amazing. <laughs> like I love it. So, and there's a you know friendly bit of arson in there, and all kinds of great Australian <laughs> junk just that just friendly you know awesome. stories abound essentially. But um, it's interesting. Um, no, oh, totally. It's, it's it's wild. But like I say, it's a lot of. I remember my mum tried to dig a lot of that up, and it's pretty. You've got to go pretty deep, and it's hard to find a lot of it. So, yeah, wild. Got yeah. any uh, his, historical ancestral stories there, Jeff? I think. Well, I, I recently <laughs> took a um, ancestry dot com uh, test, you know, and they're like, "Oh, what yeah, are my origins?" Too. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, <laughs> This is how white I am. Um, it said, <laughs> "It said uh, part Scottish, slight low, low. Uh, everything was east, uh, east and west Europe, right, or central, just Europe." And then it says, uh, "Low confidence region, Asia." Okay, low Ooh. confidence Asia, Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too white to be white. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, so I did a little bit of digging, and it turns out I think I don't know too much of my family history, but I think uh, we fled around before World War One or something. We're like, hey, things aren't that great, or things are kind of getting weird. Let's uh, let's go to America, <laughs> and, then, and I think they went to uh, Oklahoma and then sort of uh, migrated towards. Uh, California, but uh, that's all I know. Oh. Really, that's all I really. <laughs> oh man, Oklahoma is a is a story too. Do you know much about that? The history of Oklahoma? Um, no, no, I am a oh, bad American. No, that's okay. I'm a bad Australian in that regard. I'm I'm not very good at. I I grew up actually knowing more about as just because I loved NBA basketball, but like no knowing more of the states and the places in in the states gotcha. than than Australia. Like, I was just more interested in it. But um, I'm reading a book at the moment about... I go for the Seattle Supersonics. Uh, they don't exist anymore. Um, but always love them from from my childhood, I guess, as as the team. Uh, and they got bought by... It's a great story about um, Oklahoma City wanting a team. Mm-hmm. And they've always been a place that, um, you know, identity-wise, have been trying to be seen as one of the big cities. And, you know, a feel... Like, just relentless in that kind of pursuit, even back to the, the day one when they started uh, and I'm reading the great book called I've shouted out a few times about Boomtown by Sam Anderson and it talks about the history of that as well as the basketball oh, wow. team in like this weird parallel um, really because, basketball 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, my wife bought me this book and it's just fantastic. And um, But yeah, like the whole Oklahoma City was just made on like the whole story of how it started, which was basically like this is the last place, you know, not <laughs> not basically, you know, claim from the natives. And it's, you know, it was really horrifying actually in a weird way. But um, well, they, American they history land. is horrifying. Yeah, I mean, Australian <laughs> history too, exactly. Like it's just, you know, stuff that's kind of really kind of hard to read actually basically so but yeah this one was like they just did a land grab and everyone pretty much just they just said go and everyone ran and said i own this bit of land and that's how it all started so um but yeah crazy times but uh i don't know we're going i think we're going deeper into um some some weird abstract topics than we ever had before we haven't even talked about magic really yet it's great so um i I thought i'd better steer the ship back anyway um that's fine i love tangents but uh hey it's 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 about this is a good thing right and uh yeah totally so for you guys were trying to dig up some some dirt on me i heard and uh, you came up with (laughs) With nothing, because I am an international man of mystery. Nobody exactly. knows my origins, not even me. I just found pockets of interest, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, Jesh, what do we talk to Jeff about? Uh, you know, magic's a... I think it's it's more that with everyone, magic is a, you know, it's a given. That's fine. We'll talk about that. And that's yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like, oh, what else can we talk about? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. What's, he's, he's a bit of an enigma. I was like, all right. <laughs> Let me get a scroll going on Twitter. And, and, of course, you know, you try and find pockets of uh, of things that connect. But as I said before, I was like, there's two things. Like, oh, look, there's a blood burn post. You know, we can talk about <laughs> Dark Souls maybe. Yes. You, I think you, you follow Zully the witch which is the i don't know how much into dark souls you are but um yeah i love was, dark souls man i i go off and on but it's still the greatest game of all time Chesh, please <laughs> play it but i i can get down a rabbit hole some nights on youtube and you're just watching like glitch videos and you know how hit, <laughs> hit boxes work and stuff you're like what am i doing this is awesome yeah it gets deep but uh my first experience with uh, dark souls though and i'll tell you this because i'd never i I am um, a garbage indie gamer. Like, I don't play AAA games. I only no, play... No, me, me neither. Yeah, I play... Right now, a game that got recommended by Steam to me, I'm playing... It's called Inmost. And it hit... It checks, like, every fucking box for me. It's, like, pixel art, uh, dark themes, um, yeah, great, yeah. great music, um, a platformer adventure, you know, puzzle solving. Ooh. And I'm just like, oof, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I bought it... Sword and Sorcery? Uh, sword and sorcery. Yeah. Oh, that's called Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Anyway, yeah. add the one to the list because it's pretty much all those things. I talked oh, about awesome. last episode, like music it. wise. Uh, Jim yeah. Guthrie does the music, which is amazing. But nice. yeah, Inmost man, this looks sick. Yes, yes. Buy it. Oh. I, I got. I got. I think I'm about a third way through it last night. Um. Anyway, so uh, this is my first kind of game where it was. Like this, you know, I guess from software games are like Dark Souls games, Souls games are sort of unique in their own respect, right? Um, and now everyone just replicates that model, essentially, which, yeah. you know, and to, to varying degrees of respect, I guess, I, <laughs> you know, like. I, I saw, I saw the, uh, the giant dad, like how to make giant dad um, yeah. <laughs> meme, and I was like, I'm going to fucking do this. And yeah. uh, I watched the video like a thousand times trying to replicate uh, what they were doing. So I spent about 14 hours uh, getting to pinwheel. And, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Trish, like, what's going on? There's, there's so much meta content in the Dark Souls community, but Giant Dad is one of the greatest heroes. I posted the thing the other day, like, new, new Khan looks like Giant Dad, you know, the borderless, um, art Khan. Yeah. How yeah, he's yeah. happy to, he's like, 
his little face, and it's like, dude, it's giant dad. And no, no one knew what I was talking about. I was like, this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, the legend great. never dies, right? So The I- legend never dies. <laughs> Level Dex. <laughs> Filthy casual. Um, so- oh, man. So, how did it go? Did you uh, uh, you, you made the, the triumphant build? Yes. Well, like halfway through there, I, I, I just remember I was either off or something. I just was stuck in the living room just being the most angry I think I've ever been in my life for, <laughs> for a good solid six of that 14 hours. And then I remember that point, you know, there's that wall where you have to break through it and just say, I'm going to fucking do, I'm going to mm. beat this fucking boss or I'm just going to do it. Right. And uh, I killed him, got the father's mask and it was on. <laughs> I just never put, I did not put it down yeah, until, exactly. you know, slow level 99. And, um, so there's a few things there. I um, uh, my wife Kate is watching me play Dark Souls and seeing the transformation as me of me as a person. <laughs> and it's like there's a few things there that carry over into other games these days. Now it's just like the whole I've played a game like that, and I will now go. I don't need to wear the most optimized thing because that doesn't matter. Like we're doing we're doing fashion souls here. Like this is what actually matters. Uh, we end up wearing some some subpar stuff because. This is what you're doing, you know. This is your your role play. Yeah, exactly. And it's like I'm I'm willing to like just I don't know. You eat it, you push into the challenge a little bit more. But I was, I was never a hardcore gamer or anything like that. I was, I was very I've you know I play a lot of games, but very yeah. casually. You know what I mean? Like, and it's that game changed games for me forever. And it's like it, same. It, it was you know the first run through was just like I don't know what I'm doing, having the hardest time. But yeah, it gave likewise. me re- real life fortitude and will, like you know, in a way. Like it, it, it sounds so wanky, but like yeah, a kind of. Uh, I find a Zen now to go if I ever, you know, there's still in the new games challenges that still take the 50 goes to beat a boss. But, yeah, you know, yeah. and it, you get this really weird thing too. You start to analyze how you attack a, you know, a challenging situation. And the the weird pattern I always love to look at, your first two or three goes at a boss sometimes can be some of your best. And you're like, yeah. oh, well, like almost, yeah, we're fine. We, we can do this. You know, I can see how it works, but almost the fact that the ignorance is bliss there. And then mm-hmm. once you start to pay attention to the bits, then you're in the like the full pits and like you may just get swept up in the first couple shots and and that's your next like 20 or 30 attempts you know oh yeah. my god and like until you hit like full flow state and uh, and then you do it and you just you're cheering and you throw your beer across the room and, yeah. <laughs> i've never actually cheered in a game physically before and that that's you know yeah it's funny as but gwyn for the first time you never time played was... the second spider-man game <laughs> which one the second spider-man second game spider-man game PS2? <laughs> yeah yeah it was just like the perfect Spider-Man game, yeah, and that that absolutely had me cheering. That was like twenty years ago, so whatever. Yeah, I, I somewhat remember that, but yeah, it's ah, <laughs> oh, man, Gwyn the first time. Even though, like, it's funny now because I can. The difference between how long that took me then, and I was wasn't a parry person. I didn't know how to do that, and like, yeah, I just avoided that completely. Hard, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, and now it's just like I can. I'll attack that game and it's like, well, why do you need to wear armor when you're not going to get hit? That's yeah. fine. <laughs> like, so, you know, fast roll essentially. And, and then I, the second time was like, I went full like guts off berserk build. Like that was my theme roll thing. And it just yeah, went, yeah. it was basically like a kind of like a giant dad thing. It just like went all strength, massive great sword. <laughs> and it was three parries and Gwyn was done in 25 seconds. I'm like, whoa, whoa how far we've come. <laughs> like, this is great. And that's, so, that's the, uh, that's the best part about Souls games is is the uh, 
the customization of the experience, right? And I'm actually yeah, going to relate yeah. this to uh, my experience with Dark Souls, of my experience with uh, Commander. Uh, believe it or not. Um, oh, totally. I found, totally. Yeah, yeah. I found that uh, while I'm playing these games, especially when I was first starting, I would go into a boss fight or going to an area, trying to force my way through it a certain way, and then I'm that's like, that's a really okay, good way to put it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then and then you say, you know what? This really isn't working. Let's try something else. When you keep running into the same problem you know oh i keep getting funneled into this hole or i keep getting funneled in this building and just getting overwhelmed or you know you know what my shit just keeps getting destroyed or i have no way to deal with artifacts you know like it's 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 yeah, like yeah. Uh, let's try something different to, it forces you to self-assess and yes like, you know like it, and it's the whole like madness is trying to do the same thing multiple times and expecting a different outcome yep, yeah, it's like, yeah, well, yeah. And, and i mean Hell, like Megan said last week, it's really hard for people. You know, this gets pretty meta, but it's like it is actually generally hard for most people to like self-examine. It's just it is. Hard, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's uncomfortable, and it's like this is the one that, like I say, Dark Souls taught me real life things. Like, hey, pause for yeah. a second. Let's not brute force this. Let's try and find an alternative way around this. Stop doing the same thing. It's not working. Try something else. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so, what Souls caught, taught me, man. Uh, welcome to the uh, Apocalypse Souls podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> like I say too, it's like people are like that's what you're a masochist. You love playing that game. It's like, no, it's, you, <laughs> that that, uh, that playing that game right now is probably the most relaxing thing I could think about. Like you know, ah. for sure, in a str- the strangest way. Like I don't know why, but oh. it's zen, you know. So yeah, it, it, again, only AAA games I'll play are like from software, and uh, really, really, yeah. I mean, it, it, but trash as coming from a, a like a trashy indie gamer, like if it if it is obscure, like I play tons of game jolt RPGs of just like RPG maker, n- nothing mm. you know, two hundred download games <laughs> that are just just really bizarre and abstract. Because sometimes there's a there's an interesting thing in in them that I find, or just a story mm. point. Like I played this one, I can't. I think it was just called Seven Flowers, and the entire game is you go talk to people and you collect these flowers and, and learn their stories and just put them on their gravestones. That's it. That That's Dang. the game. Yeah, it's interesting. But I do like, and I like to take, I don't want to say that concept, but I take interesting concepts and I like to, what I'm doing right now, I got like six decks I'm building that are no way ready to see the light of day. Like, um, mm. I think you even mentioned one of the commanders that I'm building, which is... Uh, Nebuchadnezzar, and uh, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah. It, it, <laughs> this is the ultimate like Dark Souls choice of a commander. It's like, yeah, everyone's like, this, this sucks. I'm like, yeah, ultimately, we're gonna, make, we're gonna make it work. Yeah, I'm gonna make it work. Well, I'm gonna make it work in an interesting. Like, there's in no way is a Nebuchadnezzar deck going to be competitive. Like, unless you just no. don't use the commander, you know, kind of thing. But, but I, I'm not. My plan on using Nebuchadnezzar mm. and, and uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. And uh, I, I hate blue. I don't play with blue. That's my whole gimmick. That's my entire personality on the show, I guess is, is my character is like the guy who doesn't play with blue. And um, so we hit a goal a while ago and now I'm, I am going to be forced to play blue and uh, it's Brandon made a blue deck for me. And this, I give him shit endlessly about this because 
again, a little bit of Lexicon lore. Like uh, Brandon said, once we hit, I think it was 2,000 followers or something, I would have to play blue. And so he's like, I'm going to build you a blue deck. So he builds a blue deck for me. And he says, you know what? Actually, I spent too much money on this. This is my deck. <laughs> and I'm like, what the I love fuck, it too man? much now. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to buy you a car. You know what? That's eh, a little pricey. I think I'm going to keep it. <laughs> fuck you, dude. You just, I fell you in love with it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, but it's just... Uh, it's, it's it's that kind of shit that happens on the show that just uh I think. Yeah, there's a story around it and it's like you say that it is actually law kind of thing and you know but it's 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 precisely that the reason you have that many, you know, episodes the, the the reason it's so organic and you guys just keep going is is because of those kind of things and it's not because let's like let's just jam out the animar deck everyone's seen before kind of thing. I mean, you can do that if you're an interesting kind of Yeah. like if you present it interestingly, but it's that's what I go back to command and magic for. Usually, like, my cycles of interest for things only last a year or two. And, you know, there's only a few things that go beyond that. And it's magic and, like, collecting music maybe. But mm. basketball. But it's, like, it's because the, 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 the kind of the horizon is limitless. And I don't want to play the deck everyone else is playing. I want to find yeah. new pockets of, it, of, of interesting stuff. And then, I mean, a, a topic a couple of weeks ago, like, got us thinking about that. It's like, what actually makes a really interesting game? And I think yeah. watching your videos too has kind of really provoked that. So, yeah, let's let's try and pull it apart and, like, go, what actually makes it fun? And, you know, not to not to really force it or anything, of course, but you kind of no, just be a bit more aware of your deck building choices that go, this makes it fun. And, <laughs> I mean, I, I keep going back to the heart of it, like, play cards that no one sees coming uh, and, like, actually provoke a conversation and you know or it's never seen before and it's like it's the best fun ever like nebuchadnezzar gets to play glasses of urza like <laughs> yeah you get your little swag glasses going on that's so good that's amazing well uh speaking of cards that people don't really expect to see on the table um i think i got a deck like that uh, chess you want to weigh in on uh, <laughs> uh on uh <laughs> one of my, my tastes oh yeah did you, did you see this deck chesh which one my uh taser Oh. oh, yeah, no, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, you, ha you usually have a lot to say about it on stream uh, when I play it, but... Uh... <laughs> so, I do, but that's because I hate yeah, it. The scars are still deep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so uh, I I am... Um, I'm a bad person, and I have built <laughs> a um, Divine Intervention deck that uh sometimes works but it always seems to work when when chesh is playing <laughs> every time uh, it's the best you're my good luck charm man <laughs> that, 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 no, i love it thank you i think That's so how does this run in which uh so you got is it new taser Karlov? It's Envoy, Envoy of Ghosts. Uh, she is just big in a chair, and uh, <laughs> oh, the classic Taser, yeah, 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 so like seven, seven mana or whatever it is. Yeah, seven mana. I guess she's not big, but four, four. But uh, uh, she just kind of sits, hangs out, makes sure nobody really uh, attacks you with their big boys because they're gonna die. Turn the spirits. Yep. Um, and the goal originally of the deck was to sort of slow down the pace of the game so I can play this fucking eight mana enchantment 
and uh, <laughs> pop it off. But now I'm like, hey, let's let's uh, let's sanic this up and just try and get it out as fast as possible and try to take the counters off as quickly as I can. And um, I think the the earliest I've gotten divine intervention to go off was turn five, I believe, which is crazy. Um, I can't believe I did that. Uh, what divine intervention does, if you're not familiar, is it if (laughs) I thought it was a different card, I'm like, oh, this one, I see what we're doing. (laughs) You're playing a seven mana commander and an eight mana enchantment. It's like, yeah, okay, we're doing some funky stuff, man. Yes. Uh, it comes into play and on the upkeep, you remove a, uh, it comes into play with two counters on it and you remove a counter on it, uh, during your upkeep. And if, during your upkeep, you remove the last counter on it. The game ends, and it's a draw. <laughs> Everybody hates it. <laughs> well, some people think it's interesting, but mostly when they, if they know what I'm playing, they will just hate me out of the game, which is fine, I guess. And of course, I'm going to c- complain about it. But um, I love pulling up... Well, I love, uh, in the past tense, pulling up... At like a GP or I guess a Magic Fest now, um, just to a table and be like, "Hey guys, let's play." And they're like, "What? <laughs> what is this fucking Orzov deck that you got going on?" I'm just like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it." And I, <laughs> a non-win to all is a win for me. <laughs> and then the game ends, or if it if it does happen, if I don't die first, because uh, either I just you know the game goes slow and i just get knocked out or something or i just don't get to do it but if i do the expression on people's faces are like what just happened it's like worse than, than losing <laughs> exactly exactly They're like, i didn't even get a chance but, oh, no it's so all good. good we all win yeah we all win we all also lose at the same time yeah, we all let's, yeah just think it's about your lives now <laughs> Now, speaking uh, of some artwork on that, we've we've also got the uh, the famous, uh, amazing Amy Weber. Uh, Weber oh man, that um, Led Zeppelin which, core cover! I love it. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> this is like this is prog rock album covers for me. It's like it's this amazing. Is the stuff I, I I would buy. I don't even care what the music is, and I'll find out. But I know it's going to be some joy, you know, if it looks like that. But uh, yeah, that um, her art far out. You know, you know that leads into my favorite spicy choice. Uh. Um, Skeleton ship is uh, is another absolute piece of uh, piece of work that Amy Webber got, uh, did art wise. Also, uh, Tom, I can't even say it. Vinerstrad. Vinerstrad or whatever. Schnard. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Vinerstrad. No, I, I, I don't know how to say. I was like, it it's got to be a W because I saw the accent. I mean, sorry, like a V. Well, yeah, w, it's got to be like a V, right? Like, I, I, yeah. Now I want a beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been I taking uh, shots of vodka and drinking beer this whole time. Uh, stealthily, yeah. uh, might I? <laughs> uh, I I'm, I'm stoked. I think we're, uh, you know, I think we're on the same wavelength anyway. Like, Hell yeah. Miraculously. We're in and a different time form, but, you know, it's coffee time here, but, you know. Oh, it's uh, coffee time there? It's a seven. It's yeah, a, that's the weirdest thing. It's like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, or oh, it's 12 now, actually. 12 so it's yeah, afternoon. It's, so I can crack I can crack a beer and not feel too bad about my life. 7 p.m. here. Uh, I I got to say, man, I love Australians. Like, every Australian I've met, <laughs> they're, they're just the, the coolest people to drink with. They really are. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll get into Australian drinking culture, but, you know, for, for, the, for the most part, like, I, I think I've got, we've got, you know, 
there's a lot of people that have a healthy relationship with it. Some people don't, but you know. Well, you're uh, talking to yeah. an American here, so. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I, I just like bottom line. I, I tend to like I want to think about what I'm drinking, and if I'm doing that, I gotcha. think we're fine. And you know, and like we talk about it, and you know, uh, like it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I, if I ever get to the point where I'm, you know, chugging way too much and not even thinking yeah. about what it is, like I don't know. But um, yeah, far out. No, I cut no, my I drinking thought... down to uh, just on the weekends now. So I used to be uh, a lot more than that, and now I'm just Friday and Saturday, and sometimes Sunday. And that's a good way to do it, exactly. And yeah. I mean, I was going to say, what uh, what being in you know relative lockdowns done for uh, drinking is very, mm. you know, yeah. Again, self examining. You're just like mm-hmm. when you're like, oh, I've had a beer every night this week, even yeah. if it's one. It's like still, you know, you're on a reliance kind of stage, but whatever. But I, I, I mean, I always want to look at it as a lighthearted kind of approach. As far as it is, it does have its merits, and it's it's absolutely you know, no, there's good things, amazing. and yeah, well, exactly. And it's like I think. You know, think about what you're drinking is, is all my, like, my only message, really, which sounds really like elite, well, my, elitist and nerdy, but like, you know, just uh, take yeah, an interest in it. My partner doesn't drink at all, so, you know, <laughs> it, it's very rare that uh, that I that I have a drink, even though we do have alcohol in the house. It's just like... I know what you mean, if you're the only one. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's man. just not the same. During quarantine, uh, things got... Dark. Yeah, that's what exactly, <laughs> and that's what I mean. I think for a few months there, we were just like, whoa, like you know, all this time at home, like and you're kind of outletting what you would on a Friday night at work, or like a you know, and and not that I drink much at all, like it's only ever one, but it's still more just like when it lined up every night, you're like, oh, this is like wow. borderline reliance now. You know? Well, but I I think we all had to cope. Like it's one crazy, one so. beer a night, and man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh um, man, I was it was like you guys know Kyle Kinane, this comedian. Uh, I don't. Uh, the name rings a bell. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got. He had a joke, and I'm gonna quote no, him no, on no. it. I get the kind of drunk where people lo- won't let me hold their kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Hey, ooh, yeah. <laughs> this this doesn't man. Sound like I, a bad I'm, I'm an uncle, so it's like, yeah, this. this <laughs> actually speaks to me as like and if yeah. i became that that's that's kind of great <laughs> so, it hits, ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> hits close to home yeah but in all seriousness like it's uh during quarantine it was it was a, it was the dark times i mean we're still in the dark times now and uh mm. but not not in the quarantine mode dark times right we're just kind of uh it, i'm speaking we in terms of america uh everyone's starting to come back to work all these precautions you know what fuck this i'm so tired of talking about the goddamn pandemic let's yeah let's, sorry uh, about that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry no, no 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 this is totally my fault I, i'm the one who brought it up again um because it's all any, anyone can ever think about now mm-hmm. and um it's it's garbage and i hate it and i'm fed up uh let's talk some fucking magic or let's yeah prog rock exactly, or let's exactly. Fucking, yeah let's talk music so what- man yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, well, before we, uh, uh, I don't know, let's talk magic first and we'll, uh, we'll get some music. Wait, do you guys I mean, do commercial every- breaks here or? or uh, no, no, man, we, we, we Iron Man mode. <laughs> we can do oh. one if you want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, commercial for what, though? I don't have anything to really have. No, I'll just pause if you. Affiliate Ooh, links, I do. But, oh, yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Yeah. Hey, hey, listeners, you, you, didn't, you didn't do the thing with the secret word. And so these double masters packs are mine. This is an advertisement for you. They're mine. Thank you. Ooh, or do you want to give them another week? No, no, oh, better when you're receiving packs. You can you can have them. But yeah, um, 
uh, of what Josh is getting at. Uh, I think. Do you want to keep it over another week, Josh? I I did no. watch that YouTube video, and uh, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't participate yeah, uh-huh. because I thought it would be weird if I if I did like win. Um, no, you, you know, you know what I mean. Like it's always like, oh won. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just giving it to them because uh, their buddies or you know their bedfellows or whatever. It's like no, it's, it's, <laughs> exactly. It's it's. Wait, is this why I won the MTG Lexicon Prize? Wait, oh, we won't talk MTG about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, oh have we shipped when it to you? When I won G three screen, butter have, up your guests, man. Have we shipped it we to shipped you? Shipped all the way to Australia, and then Brandon didn't put in the shark token that he was going to. Oh, amazing! Thank you, Brandon. You're backstabbing me yet again. You win something, <laughs> and Thanks, you're like, Brandon. "Where's where's the other thing I wanted?" You know, it's like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, where's my prize? I, say, bitch. I didn't care about the deck. I just yeah. wanted the shark token. Seriously, That's another thing. At him on Twitter, say, "Where's my prize, bitch?" And, he, yeah, and then and then no, take a we, picture. We talked about yeah. it in the Discord. I called him out in front of everyone. It was hilarious. Yeah, amazing. Oh, I'm so glad you and did. He was like, "The what? Oh shit! I totally forgot." And I was like. No, you didn't forget. You just backstabbed yeah, me again, on mate. On purpose. Yeah, he, it was intentional, I guarantee you. <laughs> he did it just to But uh, no, to answer your question, Sam, um, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep these. Can I have one? These are mine. Because, can you have one? No, they're mine. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, so if you want to pry, uh, pry these packs from um, Cheshire's Cold Dead Hands, um, you can send us in an email um, at, I don't even have it in front of me, but... Just send us an email, send us a question, send us some feedback, even just send us the keyword, like, I don't even mind, um, but send us an email to, I didn't even have it here, cmdrcrunchpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll send you a pack of If I think masters. you deserve it. Well, exactly, you got to, you got to, got to, how do they, uh, how do they deserve your, it, though? What are they going to do to deserve a pack? With your gifts of wit and, 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 uh, know. scribe something noteworthy, I guess, you know, yeah. I don't know, just... Something fun. Send us a picture of a Cephalid. Yeah, because if you don't play magic, you're not getting them. Prize yeah, for just, poems. That's just, you have to write yeah. a haiku for for Chesh. Right. Or about never... Using mouthworm. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to say the word mouthworm. But, uh, or, you know, how about a, a 3,000 word deconstruction of Nebuchadnezzar as a commander? <laughs> oh, no one's ever going to... And the yeah, merits yeah, of okay. the glasses of Urza. Yeah, please. yeah. Go well, no, what I on my desk by Monday, please. We can just open <laughs> two double master boosters on stream <laughs> and give the rares plus to somebody. Ooh. That is a thing that we can do. I thought that's what we were doing. Or I can just open them and keep them myself because people are too shit to write in. Oof. I mean, if I've learned anything, <laughs> people are just generally lazy. Like I told a few people about of this too, they're lazy. and they're just like they can't even pen an email. I'm like, they're free packs, man. Like I want these. So, yeah. oh well. And it's you not to say that people listen to our podcasts, like, you know, if it if it helps, <laughs> you know, it's not like there's just crickets out we, there. We have a listener base. They're just very lazy. Well, exactly. Not unlike I mean, myself. I entertain yeah. myself. So, I mean, I don't need that much gratification from the numbers of the digits kind of, you know, there. And, and the, my, you know, you entertain me, Chesh, and my, the guests we get to talk to entertain I mean, me. So, that's enough for to. me. But, like, I don't know. It'd be nice to know if, uh, you know, someone's there and go, yeah, I acknowledge this. Here's the, here's the word and I'll have a pack, please. Which probably would get it right now, but, you know. Yeah, out of the hundreds of people that listen, you would expect that somebody would have gone, you know what, Double Masters, free cards. Yeah, I'll write them an email. No. Emails are actually like, <laughs> I mean. Oh, we'll Scribes this whole thing. To, it's, it's also. I have email on my phone. Yeah, I got email it's on my not phone. a hard thing to do. I know, I know. But it's like, it's it's a. 
uh, it's a thing that's hard to kind of just put like pen to paper sometimes. Like, I don't know what to write. I don't know. Like I say, just. <laughs> can I just, just have a pack? Dear Chesh, what color underwear are you can, I want wearing? Hug. Send. I mean, yeah, all you need to see is Facebook marketplace quotes. Uh, sorry, um, uh, postings <laughs> and, and, and see the, 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 the absolute. What's the opposite of the ceiling? The floor of, uh, of of effort people are willing to give for anything. And it's mm-hmm. like people trying to sell their crap on Facebook. You're just yeah. like, oh, my God, you can even bother using any punctuation or even spell a right word or, like, no. use more than three words. No. It's great. No. Uh, yeah, it's people the are best. great. Facebook, selling, selling shit on Facebook <laughs> is the worst. Uh, I, I try to get rid of a, uh, um, a, a cabinet, I guess a uh, box for some speakers. And I paid 170 for this. This freaking box, and uh, I'll give and, you ten and, bucks for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys, <laughs> like, how, can you do fifty? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm selling it for a hundred dollars. You know, they, which this is, is a huge what? discount, Ugh. right? Yeah, nah, seventy five. I'm like, no, one hundred. Uh, all right, seventy. And I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> you know, just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have not sold this this fucking box uh, to this day. But you yeah, know they'll turn up with fifty dollars. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the next like the next step of that. That always happens. Oh, I've only got fifty dollars. Like, we well, agreed yeah. on seventy five. Exactly. I mean, look to be to be fair, I put up a basketball post selling off some basketball singles, right? Um, and almost straight away, I had this guy like grab one of the cards, which is like this really cool cracked ice in the the in the points. Um, and then a week later, a dude hits me up. Now, mind you, by this time, I've edited every entry on Facebook, on the marketplace, etc., to say that this card is sold. Hits me up last night. <laughs> I still get these too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, is that Aaron, whatever it was, still for sale? Yeah. What, you mean the one marked as sold? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? No, it's been sold. No, exactly. Damn, it's like- I missed it? Yeah, like a week ago. If you check the listing, that's why it says sold. I mean, in a way, I can understand that there's so much noise on social media that people can't even read everything anymore. But at the same time, it's like kind of right there and like you're inquiring about it. Anyway, like, yeah, yeah. I I have exactly the same thing. I sold something last week and it's like people still message about it. Are you still available? Like, no. You ever uh, (laughs) buy collections off of Facebook or... or So, that's what I was going to get to when I mentioned, like, this this went to an interesting place. Um, I, that's still like the, that's the chase for me in a way. Like, you want to find... Yeah. Listed where someone doesn't know what the hell it is. That's uh-huh. the key. And and so that's where you kind of want to prey on those low effort posts that mm-hmm. I don't really see them being Australia. Like we don't get as many of those. But um, mm-hmm. it's also why I love Booster Shooter as a channel. And I can't wait to chat to Brandon about that stuff. And he just crawls Craigslist about like, you know, looking for those essentially. Yep. And he's found some gems. But yeah. Have you I, found any like those? Yeah. Um, oh. I found I found some. Not Not crazy. Not crazy. Yeah. But, but even but like, like yeah, just just kind of you know the the keywords you want to look for are just trading cards or yes. just magic cards, right? Just magic, magic cards, exactly. Yeah, I've made some really cards. like I've or deck some masters. Really some people just say deck master <laughs> cards, and then you're like, okay, and then it's just like a, a little box, just like a small little box of just random and bl- cards, and, and it's a like, blurry. Thirty dollars, and they're like, oh, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. And a lot of the times, twenty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the, yeah. Can you do five? Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the times, a lot of times, it's uh, it's garbage. And uh, sometimes, though, sometimes you run into a good, nice little 
a thumbs th- thumb sized width stack of bajuka bots mm. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, like, and oh, that's nice. Thing. Like, I just want like fun, usable commander stuff. Really, like, I'm not looking for high like, value oh, and sling it around. But yeah, exactly. Never have to buy another bajuka bog. <laughs> I mean, everyone's got the fr- everyone's got the friend that went to the the thrift store or whatever, and go, oh, they got a force of will. It's like, oh, did you really? Did you yeah. like? I, I don't yeah. want to hear about that. Like, that's too good. And I mean, that's the thing. This this leads into a funny, uh, you know, we wanted to talk about music, but I have I've looked for ages in what my other hobby is, collecting records, uh, and I I, I kind of put that as my like backup as. That's why I'm at a place. Not that I can go to those places right now, but I look forward to getting back there. But you're looking through places for records, like generally like big antiques warehouse type places. And I love those places. They're just a like a you know, explosion of stuff to the eyes and they're so stimulating because you're looking in every corner for stuff and whatever. You never know what you're gonna find. But yeah, like I say, looking for records primarily, like cool prog rock stuff. That's mm. it, but always, and, and I tell Kate this too, I'm like, just keep an eye out for any magic boxes. Like, is there anything? Yeah, there? And yeah, it, yeah. it very, very rarely is. Yeah. Like, it's, I've found them twice. And very rarely, yeah. It, there's a lot of Pokemon stuff. There's a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that sell just, like, swap cards was a thing back in the day, I guess, in the 1940s, like, whatever. Yeah, like, no it's just, idea. like, trading cards that are, like, playing cards anyway. But um, the the best one I ever found was $10 magic cards. I'm like, sweet, done. I don't even care what's in the box. Like, just yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. There's a, ther- there's a Theros foil promo, uh, nice. Ember Crawler or something like that, which was just nothing. Like, it's like yeah, whatever. Uh, and like, I think they're like, oh, that's it's stamped. It looks like the special one. And then just rip it open. And there's a fetch land and there's mythics Ooh. and it was all just gas. I'm like, yeah, there's like 200 bucks of stuff in there. I'm like, and that was, Hell yeah. you know, that's the chase, you know, like you look for those little ones like, essentially. And it's, you know, I know they're rare, but. Oh, uh, uh, my biggest come up was actually from my, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say my childhood, but like a year, I was like 18. Uh, mm. And uh, um, this guy I knew, he, he's like, I got I got these old magic cards and he was trying to. He was trying to like, <laughs> sell them to me or trade them to me or something. I can't remember why I trade. He really wanted something I had. I remember it. It was like a a video game or something. I, I just like traded him a game for uh, this binder of cards. And then later on, this is a few years later. I was like, oh yeah, I still got this binder. Open it up. And uh, I think this was about actually five or six years ago. And uh, among just sort of unlimited stuff and and revised stuff, you know, just like little nothings. There was three beta dark rituals, and, um, a candelabra, and a chasm gin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the green one. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's the green. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he's holding up the guy, and he looks like he's gonna eat him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in triple figures for a few of these. It's crazy. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. And it's like the, the candelabra and stuff too, isn't it? Like, I mean, I didn't play back then, but yeah, it might have been the stuff then. People like, oh, I don't want this. Like a force of will back then was like, I don't want a, a spell that hurts me. I'd rather, a, you know. <laughs> this is bad. Kelden yeah. Raiders or something, you know, like for sure. <laughs> like, it's uh, a yeah. like shivan dragon. card, so. you lose life. Yeah, uh, for sure. You found anything, Chesh, in the uh, in the adventures? No, like so. Uh, I used to manage a collectible store a long time ago, and that was the last time I got my hands on somebody's collection fairly cheap mm. for what was in it. 
Um, and then I've I've constantly scoured like Facebook and eBay and Gumtree, which is our Craigslist. Yeah, um, oh, there's some low effort posts on there. Gumtree, yeah, Gumtree, is, Gumtree yeah. yeah, that's that's the Craigslist of Australia. Like, because uh, it's a fucking Australian tree. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's a eucalyptus tree, the right? Favorite team. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, um, I knew that. They're I don't know why I know that, but I know that. They're hardy, hardy plants too. We're, um, you know, they're just insane. They can survive through anything, hot and cold. It's crazy. But I tell you what, once once this whole COVID thing is over, Sam, mm. this is what we need to do. Do the we do the take out the booster tutor of Australia. Weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to take out a weekend and go to some of like the mill markets and stuff like that. Like just once a month, just go to a market and see if we can just. Find some real gold buried exactly. in all of that shit. So, I will say that's a non. There's a non-zero amount of reason of why I moved up here. Um, to I'm just out of uh, Jeff. I'm just out of Melbourne, but like an hour or two away, kind of thing. So I'm all in right, the country. Right. We moved. We moved halfway through the pandemic, which is nuts. But it's the first house we bought. Um, and it's changed our lives. It's amazing. But like, mm-hmm. I'm around now. My like antique circuit. So that's in like Dalesford, Bendigo, Ballarat, and haven't been for a while, Jeff. But like. We've got about five we line up, like mm-hmm. looking for records yeah. and stuff, and it's just it's great. You just like, well, I mean, cause drive across a big the country. Ballarat market, exactly. So yeah, you, you drive across the countryside looking for sweet magic cards, and there's Cryle Castle up there. Have you been there? <laughs> there is. I have. I, I went to Cryle Castle when I was six. I think it's a joy. Or five. Um, see, because like I I was born in Tasmania and I moved to Queensland like when I was quite young. And you love castles. We moved around Australia because my dad was in the army. Um, but yeah, there's like a, I don't know if I've got it here, but there's a picture somewhere of me at Crow Castle with my brother in the stocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they've and got I like a torture because... museum there. It's like, it's fully, it's like, it's, yeah. it's full on for kids. You're like, what the hell? But, uh, oh. Well, it's <laughs> funny because apparently they had to pry the whip out of my hands because I was trying oh to whip my, my brother who's in the stocks. <laughs> my brother would do that to this, me this too. Is, <laughs> You're killing your brother. My older brothers. <laughs> Yeah, that I absolutely just hate. <laughs> absolutely hate. And apparently I was just like fully into it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to whip him. And he was oh like, no, 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 no. Do you no, even no. know how to use Give that Give me that thing. thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're killing him. I grew up around whips. Come on. He's uh, already dead. Oh, that's oh man. That's, Speaking of I mean, whips. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was joking. Well, whip of Erebus. There's hot this week. <laughs> oh. I know how to deal with snakes, mate. Oh, nice. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Snakes are pretty cool, and dealing with them is is less cool, but still pretty cool. I uh, I find correct. I mean I, I've I've never had such an amazing time in nature when uh, I was with Kate's auntie and uncle on French Island, which is a super wild place. Like it's just you know where no where's that? And, Sorry, uh, it's it's kind of it's a little bit out of Melbourne, but it's like the type of place that everyone's got to have solar power, grow their own stuff, essentially. Like, it's oh, quite wow. remote. Only if, only a few people live there. So, it's just like, you know, everyone thinks koalas and kangaroos are in their backyard, which sometimes they are, and they are for me now. But, um, you know, it's it's not mainly the case in, in a lot of places in Australia. And then, um, yeah, this place is just overwhelmingly wild. You're like, whoa. And so, we're walking down the paths there, and it's just like, there's snakes everywhere. And you're just like, uh, okay, and they're two meters, that kind of thing. But funniest thing ever, like, Kate's uncle was like, Oh, that one's just eaten. You can just see, and I'm like, oh, we're really close to that. And it's like, no, when they all close their eyes and think that they can't see you, so you can't see them, mm-hmm. in this like yeah. weird like snake logic way. And it's, it's like it's bloody adorable. Like he's just like <laughs> this snake is just eating the massive feed, and it's like, mm, 
I'm, I'm, I'm so content here. Snakes, I'm going to close my eyes. The, the thing, the big misconception about snakes is everyone thinks that snakes are gunning for you, and it's like, yeah, nah. no, they're more scared of you. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's why like, they strike. Like, yeah. like, as long as you leave them the fuck alone, they're fine. The only time I've ever had to kill, well, two snakes, actually. The only ever time I've had to kill two snakes uh, was one that was threatening cattle when I was doing cattle driving um, down near Yukon. You have done everything. Um, that's... New South Wales, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and the other one was when I was camping, um, and it was in somebody else's uh, sleeping bag. Oh, nope. Wow. Yeah, Which, I mean, the, the think of how scared the snake would be in a sleeping bag. Snakes, like, what? How did I get in here, and how the hell do I get out? Like, it's snakes. Oof. Snakes just do it, mate. Far They're just out. like, oh, this this place is dark and looks well, safe. Looks I'm and cozy hide in too. Here. It's just like that looks warm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he would be. Oh, that snake would have been terrified. But yeah, that's what yeah, we got to so do. Both of them terrified. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I'm not like uh, I don't have arachnophobia. <laughs> I'm not. What, what do we call afraid of snakes? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't, I don't have know, the like... uh, Indiana Jones phobia, but mm. uh, I, I do. <laughs> I would not be happy if I found a snake in my sleeping bag. It would nah, definitely exactly. scare the shit out of me. <laughs> well, there's a snake. <laughs> yeah. I don't have uh, Woody from Toy Story Sheriff, phobia. Sheriff Woody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a woody phobia? Uh, no, I don't have a woody phobia. Uh, <laughs> let's not go down that road. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a ripe for jokes. Um, oh, jeez. So, music. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah. So, I mean, I, it's okay. I kind of just like... You know, I just towed the line there, but basically my, my, my kind of through line there was like, yep, I collect music and love it, but, you know, don't get too down if I'm searching all day and don't find any magic yeah. cards because I found records essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Buying buying cards is always a gamble and you know it, right? And hmm, uh, exactly. It, it's, it's, you know what you're getting into and sometimes you come out on top. Most of the time you don't really even break even, but still it's fun. It's the it's just going out there and, and meeting people. Um, even if they, uh, typically the people you meet that you want to meet are people that don't play the game and just kind of have the cards around for whatever reason. Mm, like, yeah. Don't know what they are. Yeah, oh, exactly. Don't know what they are. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I have my sons are like, oh yeah, this, this guy just left him here. Like he moved out, just left a box of cards, <laughs> whatever. And uh, that's the best ones, right? Yeah. Uh, you're like, what a fool. <laughs> what a, <laughs> ah, they're mine now for $35. You feel like, you almost feel yeah. a little bit bad too. You're like, oh. They, a little uh, bit, oh. but in the but end, you're like, oh, really, because they they're nice fucking cool. cards. You're, I bought them. Even like, man. We're, your, non -re your non research is stupid. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, you're selling a thing and you haven't looked it up anywhere and you've got no idea. You just want it out of your yeah. house. Oh, yeah. and, and magic is. Absolutely. I don't feel bad don't because feel magic's really easy to you find. You should have done your research. You are the idiot who didn't, and I'm the one who gets the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And and yes, that sounds like big corporate mentality. And I guess, but they're trading cards, you know. Is. It's not like, and, and but like exactly low effort yeah. posts on you know Facebook again. Like it's like that's fine. Like you know, exactly. do yeah, post just, what you want. I'll buy it. That's fine. It's not like you're taking yeah. something away from them. Like yeah, like, <laughs> no, I'm giving, I'm giving them money. Which I mean, back to like the topic last week. It's like how many people have actually sold those magic cards? So technically these people that don't have a clue are actually ahead of the people. It's like you've never sold a magic card. 
Yeah, exactly. Look, it's it's like VIP edition boosters. Right? Ah, man, oh, we you, got there. We got there, man. You should we educate yourself on what's in it before you buy yeah. it. And if you don't, it's your yeah, own stupid exactly. fault for buying a whale product that has nothing. I was going to say, buying random lots are just like the best mystery boosters ever. Like you just say, well, they could I love have anything. It could even have a boat. <laughs> I love the mystery boosters, first of all, but the VIP boosters. Yeah. Okay, my thoughts on those uh, are very in line with yours, Chesh. It's like. Come on, mm-hmm. look. I mean, yeah, I, the kid in Second. me, the kid in me that now has money um, <laughs> to spend on trading yeah. cars is like, ooh, shiny, buy. <laughs> but I think exactly. that is a concept that doesn't get like uh, explained enough, you know. But that's totally in with within all of us. I think like we're, we're yeah. now we're a lot of us are people with jobs and money and disposable income. Mm-hmm that are kids at heart, like, yeah. that will absolutely let that take over too, you know? Yeah, yeah. I let, I, I impulse buy fun, a magic product all the time, and it's, it's a pro, it's an, it, I would say it's a problem, but, like, it, I got a hold of it a little bit more now, but uh, I kind of let myself go, and I was like, oh, you know what, I want some, I want to buy just a few double Masters packs just to open them on stream and yep. have a good time. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, I ended up, the, oh, we got an eight for a hundred deal. Okay, I'll take eight. Oh, uh, you know what? Give me a give me a box of of a mystery boosters too. Fuck it, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerk. <laughs> and contents the validator. He knows why I'm gonna say contents that. the yeah. validator too. Oh, yeah. I know. So what is it? What was in the opening? Yeah. <laughs> so I had the worst mystery booster box in the history of mystery booster boxes. Jeff, how was your box? <laughs> Lordy. Well, you're gonna have to watch the vod, I guess. But uh, it was alright. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> It was it was pretty good. Borderline, you know. And, and I mean, coming from set where, like, an average box, and definitely for me, like, this was the whole like this is coping mechanism. I bought two boxes of this stuff like early pandemic because it's like this is fun to open a pack a day just to keep me going. And I was like, at the end of the day, I had all this stuff I wanted anyway that was like maximum twenty thirty dollars for some of the cards. Like, it's cool, it's fine, but it's like. The amount of just good playable commander stuff I always wanted. And that's like the floor in a way. Like even yeah. yours box chesh, like far out. Like is there's, there's plenty of stuff we play. It's just you're not getting the big hits, of course, but no. you're talking about it just wasn't it wasn't a thousand card, you know, card pool, which is really hard to kind of go for any particular thing. But yeah. what 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 kind of um, you know pain me the most is I never got to draft it with anyone because that would have been so wild, you know. Throw some cards with banding down in your chaos draft. Hell like, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, stuff. I remember banding. I remember, oh man, it, it, it's it's uh, so back. Bringing back the original topic, that's just uh, for some reason you just brought back a memory um, <laughs> of my childhood. I used to live in a court, and my introduction to magic was I was must have been like seven or eight, seven or eight years old. I'm 31 now, just for context. Um, oh, me too. Yeah. And uh, such young as yeah. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Uh, oh, you can you can fogey you can old fogey out later. But right now this is this is Zoomer time. All right, I guess I'm not a Zoomer. Yeah. I'm a millennial. Uh, we're millennials, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is a millennial o'clock. Anyway, um, and I think well, so that was around. Um, I want to say is before Odyssey is like Mercedian masks like kind of error. I think that's about the time that I started playing. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and um you know, no sleep. We were kids, right? So there was a electrical box on this island in the middle of the court 
uh, just had grass and bushes and a tree that we can climb and and watch the. Uh, now I sound like an old person. Uh, <laughs> we climb the tree and <laughs> when we and could climb trees, there was, was a thing. There was a drive-through theater that we can see from at night at the top of the tree, and um, we couldn't oh, and not pay it, any but, money. Yeah, and uh, but we would play on top of this electrical box, and you know, just scraping the the what? ink off the back of the cards on the gravel <laughs> and. The, and and on the 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 metal surfaces but, uh that is that's really what magic was for me it was a place mm. like we could i can go outside oh let's go play outside you know it was a weird where it was a weird duality of like oh kids don't play outside anymore but i went to go play outside to go play magic with play the other kids in the on the of electrical box <laughs> <laughs> on an electrical box I love underneath that. the tree, and it's like you know they they expect I guess the old 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 timers expect kids to uh, you know no one plays outside anymore. It's like yeah, I played outside when I was a kid, but I was playing <laughs> Magic the Gathering. <laughs> you know, we weren't doing anything physical really, but we were having to, we had a ball, and I guess that's that's where it, that's what it evolved to me in my in my adult life is. Is is like yeah, kind of like going out and going to a little bit of a a dive bar and hanging out with my buddies and just playing Magic mm. instead of um, like going to LGS. Like I love LGSs and and the culture and environment that they kind of cultivate. Mm. But for me, if I want to be like truly in my my space, my environment, I gotta have. Just a little bit more, you know, freedom of of what what goes on around the space. Right? That's true, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's the that's the whole kind of vibe we're trying to bring, and and that's that's what I love about magic because you can still, you know, you could have you can have both, right? And why mm. not? <laughs> yeah, and that's it. It's like investigate what it means to you. But I mean, I'm I'm very lucky to have an LGS that um, I've moved a bit away from it now, but I intend to go back there later. But you know that it, for the most part, the people that are there are that group, you know, which is really yeah. nice. And yeah. I know you mean that the absolute pinnacle yeah. though yeah. is at home. We've got records on. We've yes. got a beer. We're not going crazy, and it's just you know yeah. we play into the night like it's the best thing ever. And and you know where turns can take ages because we're staying stuff between the the turns, and you know you even forget you're playing magic kind of thing, but. You said that too about playing outside. I love that, and it's it's something we've done a couple of times. Had a couple of commander games like it's out good in the yard. Stuff. It's so good. I yeah, mean, yeah. more people need to try that without you know worrying about the, the cards getting rained on or whatever. But I had a I had a vision for for a uh, establishment I wanted to open up after high school with some buddies, and never happened. Of course, it, it would have been like an LGS, but more like a beer garden type. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Indoors and outdoors. Sometimes live music, that kind of stuff. But it was, it would be like a LGS, right? And we were gonna call it Hooligans, but uh, um, we realized <laughs> that that was a bad idea because I guess the Hooligans means something completely different overseas. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah, like rocking yeah, up, yeah, wanting yeah. to watch the, uh, <laughs> want to watch the football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> as far as I understand, it just means like a, like a, like a goon that watches uh, football. That that is like kind of rowdy, right? Or they they're like and, uh, zealous to a point of violence. <laughs> mm, exactly, and and I mean the whole like can be part of a, what they call a firm, I guess. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I'm completely butchering all this. I'm, I believe, but I mean, I just think back. I know the a very simplified version of the whole culture is Green uh, Green Street Hooligans with Elijah Wood, like the movie. Mm, um, I haven't but seen yeah, it. There's, 
it's it, it's a pretty cool like view on it. Like I'm pretty sure in the movie he's an American and he goes over, he starts living in in uh, in England and mm. he, he becomes part of the culture. But yeah, of, of course, is like it's it's the the culture around the team and that that is greater than the actual team in a weird way. So it runs like around mm. the the kind of pub environment and then there's actually literally like fights that take place between the two places. Yeah. You know, the firms or whatever. It's like it's it's. I will never again, understand I, that. I will. I can't fathom it. Never understand getting so upset about sports yeah, yeah. and fight somebody over it and same thing with this uh and and that's kind of i see the same mentality in in uh some very 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 small factions of the mm-hmm. mtg community where they get so upset about oh my things God, yeah just don't don't really in the long don't, term don't really matter you know they don't matter and, exactly and it's like i mean think you, you said it before it's like your, your view is sometimes critical on on you know with wizards and the products they're bringing yeah, out yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you know self-examination is bloody key there and I, I just i sit there my view is life's too short to get too upset about anything and yeah. i don't need to buy any of it like that's the thing yeah. you know i think like, a lot of people need, need to go why are they actually buying it and then feeling upset like they owe them something i don't know they're, yeah i mostly hear about it like it gets the worst and most toxic when people are talking about like the art style of, or something like that yeah, oh my god like yeah. look at this um it's like those are really just don't buy you know, buy the different <laughs> version. Why, why are you so upset this exists? You know, totally. It, it, it's it's so obnoxious, and and it's it, I really just want to sit these people down and just and and kind of <laughs> smack their mouth open and <laughs> just okay. That was a little violent. I don't want to. I, I don't want to hit people, but I sometimes I have the desire to when someone yeah. says something like. Well, they look like this, and and I they shouldn't because blah blah blah. It's like fuck your values. Um, mm. <laughs> it's it's hard. If anyone's toxic <laughs> online, exactly. Like it's just yeah. I don't know. I'm I think Lord, I mean, yeah. not ahead, to sorry. say this is the absolute uh, correlation, but I'd like to think that you know people that get so obsessed about that stuff to a point of rage and toxicity, and you know, definitely to the like the deficit of the culture. You know, for sure. Like I, yeah. I think that's when you're. You're so invested in a way that you're like, this is like min maxing every bit of magic exposure. And it's. You ever watch those gotta, fucking drama channels, things. man? Oh, I mean, like, as in, like, uh, reality type stuff. No, like, those fucking the magic drama channels. Like, I'm not going to name any channels, man, but. Are they, uh, do you mean the ones that are just, they sensationalize everything? Yeah, and, like, every no, little I fucking I, thing. I think, and to the point of anger? Yes. I think I know well, which one you it, mean. It, 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 not even, <laughs> not even, not even the even to the. There's several channels, right? Yeah, and I remember exactly. there mm-hmm. was a, there was a smaller channel that we. Um, when I say we, one one of the guys that we invited to uh, this giveaway, we were having this huge giveaway, and we're like, "Hey, can you, you want to be a part of this?" And um, they act, actually, even though at the the person who invited them did not know they were a drama channel, and um, but. To their credit, mm. and I will not name the channel because, for obvious reasons, uh, exactly. to their credit, they said, "You know what, guys? Like, I'm a drama channel. I don't know if you want to be associated with me." And I was like, oh, "Hey, well. that's yeah, exactly. That's I'm a like, level. That's, of, <laughs> that's, that's uh, a level of self awareness. I don't know. I don't like. Didn't expect like for sure. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. I'm like, okay, you know, well, thanks yeah, for sure. the heads up. Like, you're right. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> but 
at least they told it. Like that is like it's a yeah. weird level. You do not expect the bad guy to tell me, "Hey, listen, guys, <laughs> I actually suck, <laughs> like really bad, <laughs> and I uh, will ruin your guys' reputation if if you associate yourself with." Me. Exactly. Cool. Thanks for. Oh, thanks hey for guys, I just want to let you know, I'm I'm kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I want to participate, but you you might want to rethink your position because I'm a huge turd. And you're like, well, a huge unflushable floating turd of humanity. Obviously, not big enough where you wouldn't tell us that. You know, that's the duality. It's like, thanks. Uh, Keep Uh, being you. Just prepare your plumbing for this one. Yeah, I think I only know like two two channels now um, that are real like big drama channels. Anyone else? I've got no no idea on and we've yeah. got no interest um, in saying what they two, are either. one of one of them was starting with um hamburglar um, <laughs> quarter pounder and the other one is is completely to his credit anti-hamburglar but still a piece of shit mm. so <laughs> uh, good times oh guys let's focus on the good stuff <laughs> you're right you're right you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. let's, no, probably, no, let's no, go gear like, away from this because anyway. uh um, guaranteed uh one you know some some asshole is gonna clip that and be like yeah oh, i'm not listening it's like oh, damn it <laughs> Oh well, um, I before we get into like the, the outside magic, I mean we've spent the whole time talking about outside magic. It's fun. Um, we better get some tasty commander content in there, um, and and it's a good time to talk about because it it's product is everything. And, and speaking of people getting bloody upset about things like commander legends, <laughs> come on, like just chill out. Like it's a it's a commander set that's draft and it's all I ever wanted to play. Like and I know like Gavin, I can't wait to talk to him. Like he's spent a lot of work like done done you know a lot of uh put a lot of love into it and that kind of thing and that's looking fun and then the commander collection things they bring out too like i think i i think it's impossible for anything to come out and people not to slag it in any kind of way you know um i will slag your collector's boosters every time i mean that's fine that's fine whatever I, and, and, and which is but with and, a, with and, a pretense i need of, to clarify specifically with this particular product yeah. because the comment that wizards uh, that a wizards personality has made and it is a a comment that wizards have made before so it's not like it's just their particular opinion uh is that they they feel that the majority of commander players love to bling out their decks and look that's it's true that's fair i get it well those people get it yeah absolutely maybe not majority most of the time that's not what they think yeah most of the time somebody's blinging out their deck with unique interesting harder to get older foils Mm -hmm. Like, if there's a version of an older foil or a modern foil, they're going to go with the older I'd foil usually every go, time yeah. because it's, I'd usually go yeah, the that's their expression. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. We're, we're non-foilists, yeah. but that's fine. But what? And that, that was fucking... I, I what? Did you... Yeah. I, I, I don't mind foils, but I don't... I got, like a, t- I got a 15-minute video to make about this. All right, <laughs> 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 no, go on. Sorry. Sweet MTG drama channel. <laughs> exactly. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Number 10 will shock you. <laughs> no, I like... I just... I personally don't like foils that much. Yeah. Um, I don't go out of my way. If I've got a copy of a non-foil card and a foil card... I gotta... I'll I do have to ask you why the, why, why that is, though. It's just, just, I'm just curious. Number of reasons. Number of reasons. So, number one is... Curling? curling. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> curling, curling's a big problem, especially in Australia, because of our climate. Uh, that's what I wondered. Um, I think I feel like we've ours affects it more but and then i've always wondered is yeah. it just my apartment or my house or whatever and it's you know yes yeah i will if no, i leave Australia them in some they're gone like they're just they're pringles yeah. 
It, it's our semi semi subtropical climate, mm. I guess you could call Play it. Play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater you know, on a car. Summers are extremely muggy and hot. Our winters are extremely cold and damp. Um, and curling is a big problem for foils here in Australia, um, especially magic foils. Yeah, usually by the time they're out of the pack sometimes. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's not something that I usually complain a lot about because it's going to happen yeah. and there's ways to counteract that for sure. Um but also because I am legally blind. Mm. Uh, foils obscure the text on a card for me, mm. you know, because it's shiny. It's mm. hard for me sometimes to see what I need to read. And I don't, generally speaking, commit a card's text to memory. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know what a card does, and I can give you a rough, mm. but generally speaking, like, if you said to me, what does Arcane Denial do? I'd be like, uh, I think it's like counter target spell and then during the next upkeep i think your opponent gets to draw two cards and you maybe draw a card mm. but i i don't remember yeah yeah you yeah. know so I'm, and and i'm pretty sure that's right but that's the point like i'm pretty sure that's right and i used to be a judge so you know foils if foils are obscuring my vision of the card for whatever reason that that pisses me yeah, off yeah yeah mm-hmm, for sure <laughs> So if okay. you want your foils well, going yeah, ahead, yeah. Just, I was me, just I curious I why care. that is, but not hey, you yeah, and, and I think really it's like great answer. And we all process the game in different points, ways, I think, man. too. Mm. Whereas I mean I for some reason I I register most of the text in, in my memory of the game to the point where I got into the game loving art, loving the yep. world, the lore, but I end up finding that the way I play it is completely not paying attention to any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll build a deck with themes in mind, that kind of thing. But if I'm playing something else, I'm not even looking. I mean, the pictures help as a memory game thing, but yeah. I'm thinking of it like as mechanical pieces, which is really interesting. So it's like, I don't know, like we all, all process different ways. So mm. speaking of art, like art is really what got me into the game as a kid. I mean, I think a lot yeah. of people can, can say that. So uh, this Kickstarter just ended. Sorry, I'm so excited about it. I'm getting my absolute <laughs> favorite magic card art on my on a playmate and i'm so fucking stoked about it it's uh sulfur, sulfur springs uh phil foglio um really oh, that's what it was really excited that about up. it and it's this one because that actually answers one of the questions i have like a little bit later anyway it, which is like, the oh yeah the devil guy yeah so <laughs> iconic to me i don't know it's just you know you see you see um you see this kid, this stuff as a kid. This is a this is my only, I guess, quote unquote, gripe about uh, modern art. Like they hired like they hire like really extremely extraordinarily talented artists to do you know their card art, and I respect the yeah. talent. But very rarely do you see some off the wall, just sort of. Uh, uh, and I think yeah, I think you guys talked about this with uh, Sheepwave. A little mm-hmm. bit. You touched on it with Sheepwave a little bit. Um, but when I heard you guys talking about this, I'm like, yep, I miss the the wild bonker stuff. Uh, yeah, that didn't you know. feel like, you know, like part of that world or anything. And that was fine. And then, like, as far as I know, there's stuff back then anyway that was like, oh, this is from an art student. Who cares? Like, you know, it's all we yeah. can do. And, you know, I, I mean, I love the, what's the one with the bird? And he's like, he's got the, he's, he's got the, uh, what do you even call it? Metal. He's, he, you know, he's got the face and it, I'm doing the worst job. Of the guy with the bird in the face. Okay, yeah, I know the that bird card. The but he's, 
Is, the, the metal. Is, yeah, he's throwing up <laughs> yeah. horns and stuff. Like, yeah, the metal uh, bird. What's the? I don't even know the card name now. Um, I couldn't uh, find it anyway. Well, well while, I'm talking we about that. stuff like old Flash. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you're just yeah, like, old what Flash is, is this? <laughs> I love it <laughs> like, though. <laughs> I love it so much. It just it, it it creates a world where you you can project your own reasons <laughs> as to why it looks like that. You know what I mean? And, and, and the new, and the new stuff is, is, is like, okay, it looks like this for a reason because mm. of the lore or because of certain events that happened in the story or, which is and great. Continuity. Like, that's cool continuity too. Continuity too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I miss the, the wild card stuff, uh, <laughs> literal, literal wild card stuff where you would look at it and be like, this is so bizarre. What is this? Yeah. Like, what am I looking at right now? And you kind of create your own little fantasy around it. And that's, that was like Steph me as a too, kid looking that. at the art. And it's different now. And sure, you know, but the, the old stuff is still there. So I'm not like, I'm not like disparaging the new stuff and I'm not. Uh, not saying that it's bad or, or or anything like that. You can still go back. I can buy old cards and look at them and pretend yeah. I'm a kid again. It's just uh, I, I would I would be very curious to see um what the what they would do now in like a serious set, not mm. like an unset. I, I I'd want to see something like like you guys were talking about Rule Zero like today, mm. like what what that would bring us. That would that's very exciting to me. But uh, I, I'm not sure if that will ever happen. If it doesn't. I'm okay with that. I can go look at the old cards and nerd out. <laughs> well, I think what we went through, like, there's, there's things like Secret Lair uh, and certain things do open that up to go, hey, this art yeah, 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 feel yeah. continuous to the set. Look, and like, and it's fine. Yes, the new Secret Lairs look so cool. It's like Adventure Time. If anyone has... If anyone's checked out the art, oh, I should. Uh, I'm gonna buy it right now. Actually, I haven't looked at who the artist is, but I'm fairly certain. Yeah, that the artist will have had something to do with um, hot rod culture. Uh, the Battle of the Wizards at Mount Skullsfire. My word! The really awesome board game. Really? Yeah. If you look at the art, the art is extremely similar. It reminded of me Skull immediately Mountain. of uh, Adventure Time. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It, yeah, very, yeah, like, totally, musical, totally. It's, yeah, like, like fantasy. It's art. also those yeah, eyes. Yeah. Those eyes are quite distinct, and they're almost. Uh, I mean, you get a little bit from uh, like Cuphead type. You know, you really early yeah, 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 animation. Yeah. But then, like I say, I see a little bit of hot rod culture in there, Chesh. You know, your hyper colors, your kind of eyes going yeah, out, yeah, you know, that kind of cool stuff. Like, you're crazy. It really does feel quite rockabilly. Yeah, like exactly. Like, 50s, so broader it's, it's, kind of stuff. When there's a official product that has that on it, it really just goes, here's this. You, what you make in the game, if you, even if it's not sanctioned, whatever, it's accepted. Like, you know, this it does belong, which I think is a massive important step. Hey, um, back to uh, the Sulphur Springs. Do you yeah. know all I see? All I see there is the ultimate guard logo. <laughs> the, the ultimate guard logo. Have you guys? Have you guys ever seen this? I've uh, had to point this out to a few people. Now they can't. They can't unsee this logo. Check out the ultimate guard logo. I just see the dude in the spa. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. Let me. Uh, I'm googling it right now. L- logo because let me. Yeah, it's the guy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's that should it's be like, the- <laughs> welcome. Jump You're on absolutely in. right. You're absolutely oh, that's right. That's great. Just having a good time. Yeah, uh, it's cool. a little little uh, goblin demon guy. Uh, I guess he would be a little demon guy. Uh, ultimate guard. 
Ultimate Guard, <laughs> yeah, uh, give us a shout out, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I, love, I, love, I love the spa logo guy. Just, just soaking it up in the hot tub, you know, with solely, yeah. you know. Like and so yeah, the reference. prime slime uh, secret layer apparently prime is no longer available. Um, oh not, no! Yeah, yeah, it like just ended. Now they have um, every dog has its day. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Layer, which, I mean, it's nice, but like we've got dog cards. It's fine. I, yeah, I mean, and I like I'm a dog dogs. person too. But yeah, I, I mean, like the prime slime here. stuff. They would have had to. I hope. I'm hoping they printed with some like vivid spot colors too. Like you, you get some stuff that can't be done on traditional printing, kind of thing. So you get yeah. some hyper greens and stuff. That's super cool. Um, I love but it. yeah, I mean, that's uh, like I say. So uh, I mean, we can't. I'm not even going to say much about Commander Legends right now. That's fine. We're just saying early leaks mechanics. It seems to be a lot of partners and stuff that I'm hoping. We'll have Gavin on next week. I know, I know it's not going to mess with my Commander stuff, and it's actually going to lead into my um, Commander Cube, which I'm just happy with. It's good. But, like, the Commander Collection boxes, do you guys see these? I think it was just in the last day or so the first one got no. um, revealed. And this one's sick. Like, it's as far as I know, and I it. hope it's, it will be, cost, uh, like, costed at the same price as a Spellbook. Um, and it looks mm-hmm. like the same format, essentially. You get, like, what, nine or so cards or whatever. Um, and... You know, you get one foil at random. That's fine, but it's all stuff we need. Like, it's, you know, uh, I don't know how... I, I haven't done my homework on when they're doing all of these. If it's just one color at the moment, they're going to keep going through. But, you know, I say it, green note needs absolutely zero help. <laughs> but there's there's these cards that, you know, they shouldn't be luxury items. And, you know, if they print this and it sticks to the price point, yeah, great. Like, it's awesome. Everyone can have a Sylvan Library. Everyone can have a Worldly Tutor. Everyone can have a... Yeah, yeah What was yeah. the other one? Like, Omnath even is pretty cool. Bane of Progress was getting up there, which was a surprise to me. Um, and then what's the other one? The Seedmore Muse as well, I believe. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we've got new arts there. I mean, all the stuff considered, they're not my favorite. Like, Old Sylvan Library is my favorite. That's sick. You know, it's just weird. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's fine. We just need this stuff for sure. So... That's, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, will you guys get your hands on these at all? Is this type of thing you'd get? Uh, maybe. I mean, it depends on depends on uh, what exactly, like what what's in them, what I need, um, and if I really like the art. Uh, like I, I yeah. I'm gonna buy the ooze. Uh, well, I'm gonna find a seller that's still selling <laughs> them. The prime prime slime, just yeah. because I like the art. You know, I use. Uh, um, Necrotic ooze in one of my decks, but like, I just love the art. Oh, uh, Chess is linking me some. Uh, oh yeah, battle, battle wizards. Uh, it does look very similar. Oh to yeah, style. exactly. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. E- epic spell. Uh, apparently, walls. different artists. One of them's the Wizard of Barge, and the other one's Nick something mm, or other. Mm. <laughs> That's uh, it's it's kind of like yeah, the Adventure Timey kind of sell art. And uh, I much. do, I do really appreciate Adventure Time and those kind of cartoons. Cartoons mm-hmm. are great. Um, <laughs> I could talk forever. Well, about yeah, goddamn totally. cartoons. Sorry, uh, I'm going way off the rails here. Um, okay, like, <laughs> that's <don't>, great. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, it's a good. It's a good what, tangent to run into, wait, though. Wait, but, wait, um, I, I can talk about anything at this point. Like, uh, I'm, I got to well, get like, four shots of vodka in me, so I'm, I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I, Jeff, honestly. you're our kind of guest. This is sick. I love it. It's like... Well, look, um, when it comes to secret layers, uh, previously, 
So it's hard for Australia because we have to pay all sorts of stupid taxes, import oh, taxes. Oh, yeah, you guys, you guys have to pay <laughs> weird taxes. Like, we have to pay Canadians like, joke about it, yeah, taxes, like, but you guys have to we pay have weird. It. Also, your rating system's all fucked up, but that's another thing. Yeah, yeah like for what, <laughs> video games and stuff? Yeah, 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 exactly. We didn't have an R for the longest time. Our, our games rating system, like that's, I'm I'm no longer a games reviewer, mostly mm. because of the games rating system. Still doesn't. I think work. a developer's got to make um, a different game for just it. Australia. Like it's wild. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so what happens is, and people might not know this, is that Wizards actually has a Hasbro warehouse and a Wizards office here in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um. It's the APAC Centre, uh, and yet somehow the secret layers we still get charged import taxes and stuff on. Yeah. Now, why they're not brought into the Sydney warehouse, I don't know. Uh, I don't know w- what it is with Wizards and the way that they print these and then ship them out from, like, I guess, headquarters or something. I-, I don't understand. I don't get it. However, that being said, they've generally been so prohibitively expensive for what they are. Like, I'm not mm. paying 60 bucks for, like, three cards. That can just fuck right <laughs> off. Um don't get me wrong, the art on this slime in particular is so fucking cool. And it's right? probably going to push it, it. It's the kind of art that I've been screaming mm-hmm. for for a long time. Like, it's whimsical, it's fun, yet it's, like, fantasy, and it's it's not totally serious, but it still has, like, a very serious feel to it, even though yeah, it's cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's what I want out of magic like i'm i don't want all of this serious classical art that constantly is being jammed in this it's more like i we can have it all having that break of you know whimsical fun in the game without being without being an uncard and like us being all commander players and wizards knowing how much commander players love their altars they love self-expression brings me to a point of like so why aren't there altars in sets Mm. why aren't there like special altar cards and we started to get that with the last couple of collector's editions. I mean, when we look at the Ikoria one, that was when it's a different, what they were aiming When it's for. a different style and it's like, that's, you know, yeah. what they're going for in that one. Yeah, dig that for sure. Exactly. Here's the thing, though. So, Secret Lairs now, and I don't know if this is going to be going forward for all of them, but the, I think it's starting with the, the, maybe with the slimy ones or the doggo ones. I can't remember, but uh, they're doing one foil version and one non-foil version of yeah, the Secret Lair. Yeah, and, and probably for, I mean, there's probably been some outcry and, and for reasons almost like we said before, like some people are like, I don't want the foil version, I want the non, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. So, I mean, that's good, I think. Choice is good. I'm I'm all for mm, it. Me this too. is what it should have been in the start. Well, to be honest, it shouldn't even be a Secret Lair. It should be included <laughs> in Boosters. Well, at least we can get our hands on them now, I think. And that's that's one kind of step. The, the, I think the, the the worst part was when the, they first released and it was like, this is something exclusive to LGSs, so they didn't even get them. Um, I mean, still thing, whatever. But the whole thing is like, Australians can't get their hands on them. We've got to, mm-hmm. yep. like, basically <laughs> bribe some, some friends in the US and, you know, move heaven and earth <laughs> to get them over here. So, and then pay, like, you know, probably all said and done $400 for them. It's like crazy. So, oh, anyway, That's I mean, wild. I haven't indulged in any of these, but I almost traded for like a Ur Dragon or something because someone bought the, you know, that, that crazy one. That one was pretty cool. The five color, the Rainbow Terrors or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, didn't want, they wanted a sliver out of that and was like, That's fine. Um, and I should have pulled the pin, but. Sadly, haven't been back to the store to trade. Like you know, was an important part of the magic <laughs> ecosystem for me, and and kind of playing relatively on a budget, just trading for th- things I wanted. But 
Man, I want that scoos. I want that scoos though. That's sick. Of all those, the, yeah. the scavenging ooze they, is the they best. All look really and mimeoplasm. Cool. No one plays mimeoplasm anymore, but my my no. cube would love it. That's the type of thing that just you know kicks ass in the cube because it's like classic commander. But um, and it has personality. Yeah, exactly. The scoos is like um the mimic of Dark Souls kind of. It's just in a <laughs> chest. Like, hey, welcome. Hey, That's back good. to Dark Souls, man. Yeah, oh, have to man, I fucking love that game. Exactly. Wait, so, you guys uh, want to get really angry about the prismatic piper? Or you... <laughs> I'm I'm not. You probably saw me on Twitter today. Like, I think Chesh. No, I think that's next. Week. I think Chesh right. had no sleep, and he's just like, ah, this guy. He's like, no, nah, that's fine. Look at his little face. Like, I mean, he the or fact she, that but... it doesn't have changeling text on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there. Yeah, yeah there's this shapeshifter shape with no change. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Of all the effects that could have, yeah. that's fine. But yeah, no. I was like, uh, honestly, cl- though, I I I at first when I first saw it, my first impression was like, yeah, okay. And then I saw it was a shapeshifter, and I was like, wait a minute, it's a shapeshifter, and it doesn't have changeling? What is this? And it's not even Why? a dogger. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. you guys you guys are probably going to dissect. I don't want to steal, uh, steal oh, no, the thunder fine. from uh, uh, your your next your next guest. I just said, look at that um, look at that face. That face is amazing. Like, yeah, the, the face is amazing. <laughs> it looks like it could be on a fucking tool record. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much so. I want to see Seb McKinnon do some like some uh, some music, you know, like album covers. That would be amazing. Oh yeah, my oh, favorite. Man. I mean, my one of my favorite pieces of magic art is Soul Herder, and um, the best comment I ever saw on Reddit was like, "I swear, so like Seb McKinnon somehow made it over the like Eclipse Horizon and half died and came back, and he painted what he saw." It's like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like far out. Anyway, uh, um, yeah, Seb Jeff, is fucking got- amazing. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like he's just. I mean completely unanimously loved in the community and oh yeah. All, yeah all the other stuff he does too like his story um i think it's his like what he did with his brother and passed away it's like holy crap. it's yeah. just the sadness undertones and like from what i can tell and he's he's kind of interactions one of my favorite with the community sure. he's one of everybody's just like, favorite artists though. So just a nice person too artist, like, like a, default at this point but. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um and I don't think he's going to be the, ever the, one of the people that anything bad has ever said of him, which is great. So, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's just... He sure isn't a Noah Bradley. Well, yeah, we won't get into that. But yeah. um, Anyway, that's that's a good... Uh, that kind of has to do with the question we'll ask her in a second. But, um, you know, we're going to get into some... I'm I'm done calling these quick fires, Chesh, because they're not quick. Um, that's fine. They're more <laughs> yeah. conversation starters, <laughs> even though after we've had a, an hour of conversation. But I just love to compare answers with everyone's good. So, um, first of all, Jeff... Pineapple on pizza. What's the stance? Ooh, love it. Good, <laughs> love it. Is, can you Gross. can you find that thing? Can you find pineapple on a pizza in the states? I haven't. Yeah. Known oh like yeah, absolutely. We call it. It's it's a whole style. We call it Hawaiian. Style. Is it the Hawaiian? So, yeah, it's pineapple yeah, yeah. and Hawaiian bacon, and uh, some mm. people have it with onions too. But I'll tell you what my, my what, what the perfect pie. The perfect pie for me is uh, just originally you know. Just, Traditional crust. I, I do like the deep dish, but I gotta be mm. in the mood for it, right? Just uh, crust, uh, red sauce, cheese, all that good stuff. But the three toppings: mushrooms, olive, bell pepper. That's that. Mm-hmm. That's my perfect pie. And right. yep, three. So I'm a simple man when it comes to pizza. Uh, when when you layer on uh, uh, three, four, five. Six, seven stacks of meat on that thing. I'm just, I'm just well, like. Unless your no. palate is insane, like you're not. I mean, you're not tasting those things. And no. if you're having that many, that's not what you're eating the pizza for. No, it just <laughs> tastes just... like a salty mess when you put bacon, not, I mean, ham, beef, 
uh, ravioli, where the fuck you put it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like anchovies. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say this is a reflection Look, of if you've never had ramen pizza, it's your own. Excuse fault. me, what are you ramen talking pizza. About it? I say ramen because apparently the U.S. doesn't have ramen ramen. No. They use, like, noodles <laughs> ramen as pizza? ramen. Like, Wait, hold on. What, what's going on here? What I, I need to dissect this where, a little bit. What do you yeah, mean? Can I, so first I need to say image so or, like... Here, Roman, so here, ramen noodles, mm-hmm. we call them two-minute noodles. Yeah, right? that's, that's... It's two-minute noodles. Everybody knows that. Because it's noodles with a flavor <laughs> section. What, what, well, what, what defines them is their convenience. I was talking to somebody, like, a group of people last week, Ooh. and they were like, you mean ramen noodles? And I was like, no, the two-minute You're noodles. talking ramen about the, like, the broke... No, but it's ramen. ramen I'm like, it's so not ramen. Like, ramen is sp- specifically a very long-cooked dish that has no, no, no. very specific i know what you're talking sets. about we call we call those ramen too there but but you know it's either ramen i'm going to go get ramen at a restaurant or i'm gonna eat some ramen for dinner and you're talking about the <laughs> two for a dollar pack you put it in a pot of water two minute yes. noodles yes. correct yes. Yes. The, the, it's not ramen. absolutely it's two minute noodles yeah. absolutely should, on a pizza. should be on, defined on, by okay the so this is where you fucking lose me on a <laughs> you <laughs> You cook the noodles and then you put it on a pizza. Is that it? No, no. Yep. You need a Google image search. Yep. Chesh, is this the flipping base, man? <laughs> huh? No. The ramen's the base. No, pizza base. Tomato. Oh, right. I'm seeing. I'm seeing images where someone made a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Base or the sauce so on thing. the noodles and then the cheese and the, yeah, that's what I pictured at first yeah. too. Um, so, so like you got bread. Bit. Okay, so you got the you got the bread crust, right? You got the sauce. Yep. Yep. Cheese and then noodles. And then uh, no, you no, put the noodles. I'm just not sure I would need it. A and then you have the cheese over pizza. the top, right? Because the base is already cooked. You've already cooked the base, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you've cooked the base with mm-hmm. the sauce. Then you put the noodles yeah. on. Cover it with a healthy amount of cheese, and sure. I mean a fuck off healthy amount of cheese, right? <laughs> no, then no. chuck it back under the grill, mm-hmm. the top grill, mm-hmm. to grill the top. So that the cheese is all like melted and and slightly crispy, right. and it is delicious. Is the ramen, my God. can. What's, Where do you get this? What do you What do you guys? Do you guys use nine nine nine? Call this man a fucking doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do this in uni when we had no money. Yeah. It was perfect. No, like, better than a cheese pizza. I mean, cheese pizza was Melbourne boring. is pretty culturally. <laughs> uh, and and culinarily adventurous and like there's there's just amazing stuff everywhere. But I was like, does this place like exist what? that no, sells it, this, or was this Cheshire's house of like culinary delights? It's definitely a stoner food. I can tell you that right. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, student, student, student yeah. Slash, yeah. <laughs> My and god, I, I used to eat pasta carbonara like constantly when I was broke because it's so cheap to make. It's just yeah. mozzarella noodles, bacon, boom, and olive oil, right? But it, wow. <laughs> that's it. delicious, and it'll feed no you cream. for a whole week, <laughs> and it'll stop you up for another. But it, it's, it, it'll get you through. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe a food like that—the second carb. You just—you know what I was missing from the pizza crust? I just need some noodles. And some, some noodles, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh yeah. my god, oh, that's mm-hmm. nuts. No, I, I'll, I'll take your word for it, Chesh. But please come around one day when we can and, and make it, and I'll. I'll <laughs> All I'll be eating are my words and also yeah. sedation, I guess. I would love to, you know, <laughs> honestly, when this is all over, when when we get back to some form of normalcy, 
Uh, I would love to kick it with you guys at a Magic Fest, uh, Vegas or otherwise. I know. Don't they have one in in Melbourne? Or, or is it... <laughs> that's another thing. We get one. We get we get a, a carrot dangled every or, two years. Or... But yeah. Kind of both every 1.5 yeah. yeah, well, it, I mean, e- even if it isn't, you know, if you happen to be at a Magic Fest somewhere, man, I would love to kick with you guys, eat some ramen pizza, have would some be the drinks, best. just have a good time. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Ah, oh, man. That actually sounds like the best thing in the world right now. But yeah, exactly. And, and, and you know, we'll figure something out one day and, you know, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I need to get to the States. And Sam, come on the stream, man. Don't oh, keen. Th- so I meant to say that. So I've I feel absolutely deprived of all um, awesome goings on in the uh, the the spell table thing going on right now and everything yeah. because at the start of pandemic I literally borrowed a Logitech camera off someone, played a few nice. games, and had the time of my life. And then guess what? Everyone had to work from home, so they literally sold out everywhere. It's like <laughs> my God. So um, I'm got one ordered, and it's literally coming this week. So um, I'm I just want to get into that so so crazily to the point where it's probably all i'll be doing so i'm super keen nice. love it hell I want yeah. to show off some um some some skeleton ship jank man hell yeah man, <laughs> forward to it. so um, uh next question pet card what was it your what's your pet card my or did you, pet? you kind you kind of even went through it i guess my pet card oh maybe not uh, uh um what, what do you mean like pet in regards to I mean, Something like what's what's you know the way I like to put a pet card. It's like what card? What is do going you, on? I, I I don't know. Chesh, I dropped Chesh, something. Chesh right? is always doing. I was trying to be discreet. Chesh is always doing percussion in the background just to set the tone. Like a like but, a um, like a card I would want to use or a card that I, well, just I have a. I like to put it the what the way I like fancy? to put it. It doesn't. Yeah, exactly. That I don't think has a correlation with how other people feel about it. Is probably the best way to put it. That you probably like lo- love a card. You know. Um, under justifiably compared to everyone else, you know, that you like uh, to put. What's a shit card that you really generally, love? Generally, yeah, it's like, what do you love to put in decks? <laughs> like, you'll probably make it, like, invent a reason to put it in a deck. Okay, here's a card that I really love that is not very good, and it is, it's, again, childhood memory uh, kind of yeah. card. Uh, that would be Keldon Warlord. Um, I know, yeah, I know the guy. Yep, it's a it's a human barbarian. Um, it costs two and two red, and and its power and toughness are each equal to the number of non-wall creatures you control as a star star. <laughs> it's again. This it's is just... one of the most powerful bits of art I've ever seen too. <laughs> yeah, the art is mon- amazing. Do you want a monster hunter sword? And it, you know what it is? It's this is this is World of Warcraft the card. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, this is my mount. This is my blade. <laughs> this is my helmet. <laughs> hey, look at his fucking arm. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's so. Now this is the shit that I miss. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is his left arm jacked way more than his right? Yeah, he's like a fucking JoJo's character. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, thank you All for right. catching that. Uh, um, uh. I am a huge anime guy i love anime and beer and magic and uh yeah and that's i'm a, single and <laughs> <laughs> i wonder I why no I way <laughs> well, no, i always think that girls like, and panza oh, so far oh, cool. there's, I, 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 there's I, people for everyone magic contests. i do i stream magic i i like anime and uh you know i gotta <laughs> Why am I single? <laughs> Man, my uh, my brother-in-law invited um, a, a girl he's kind of talking to at the moment into uh, a, a group 
he this is so weird he kind of frequents on facebook and they it's like called grond and they all act like orcs from lord of the rings and they infiltrate other like racist facebook groups and you know and just post pictures of grond the big like battering ram and they just like they all yell like orcs until like this group gets shut down and it's just like i was like dude if if that girl understands that and and like doesn't think you're an absolute, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. And, like actually like loves yeah. it. Like I think you're onto something, which is, you know, Hey, that's, that's how I chose my wife too. My, yeah. um, well, I, uh, I, I knew you were the one for me, Kate, because you understand the weird things I'm into. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fortunately there now, now the, now that, uh, you know, like Matt, it's weird because there was a sort of role reversal, right? You know, like in high school, like I got, uh, in middle school, especially I got bullied, like, you know, I got mm. bullied for for uh, playing magic in the hallways and so. And I know it sounds like fake and made up, but like no. Remember back in the day where liking this shit was like a stigma rather than oh a, totally uh, cool thing you can put on your dating profile. Hey, hey Jess, remember <laughs> when remember when comic book things weren't cool? Like far out, like it was yeah. And you know, strange. like and that's the thing. And there's a lot of. And I want to address this. There's a lot of bitterness from, from around, like, guys our age who are like, well, you're not a real nerd. It's like, no, you got what you want, man. <laughs> now the hot girls <laughs> like this shit. What, mm-hmm, what are exactly. you complaining about? You know? It, it, now you have it, to with them with exactly. your Exactly. Oh, now you actually have to try. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, that's the thing. You know, it, it, but, but back in the day, you know, it's fucking, I remember this one kid. I'm not going to mention his name just in case he's still out there somewhere. But, uh, I remember specifically being in history class, playing with my cards, and he picks them up and throws them on the ground, and he fucking slaps me across the face and calls me a nerd. <laughs> I know it's like movie quality, like bullying, but like it's like <laughs> not, jam a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh exactly. He's like you, and he calls them like Pokemon cards or something, right? Because of course, yeah. But uh, it, it, it's like it's like that's how it used to be. Now, now it's like. It's everybody likes Marvel and everybody likes D and D or Pathfinder or or what have you, fantasy and, and sci fi stuff, right? It's like not it's not niche anymore. And mm. instead of being bitter about it, um, I, I I I would love to embrace it, but it's and I do, but it's it's like damn now now. Uh, um, now it's it's not like a cool, unique little thing about you. Like, oh, I'm really into mm-hmm. magic, and they're like, yeah, so is everybody. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's just kind of funny. I, I'm more, I find it amusing the the role reversal that's happened in the in the past few years. It's uh, it's great. I love that everybody can enjoy fantasy stuff, and uh, I, yeah. I want I want to become uh, you know a part of our part of the cultural zeitgeist, and I think it already. Well, has. I mean. Part of it for me was like growing up even as well and not caring as much about what people thought of me. But like it was the the thing where you're like, well, I'm just happy to say that that's what I'm into these days. And, and I mean, still yeah. people who I work, people who I work with go, geez, you really say some weird stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, and it's become <laughs> a bit of my, my identity. Like, and I'm, I'll completely embrace it. It's fine. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it, it's fine. But yeah, I mean, the bullying thing really brings it up too that I've got to say, I reckon a, um, Plenty of people that played Magic, you know, probably a massive mm-hmm. correlation of people that played Magic uh, experienced bullying. Yeah. Um, and I was even yeah. saying, oh, Kate and I had a conversation the other day about, we're talking about school is the most brutal time of life. Oh. Like, it's it's insane. And I, I, I do not look forward to the day where I've got to, I mean, I do in a way, but like navigate and help a child if we have a child one day, like 
help that kid navigate what is the most like just intense time because you've got two like you've got the people being bullied that's hard enough yeah yeah. and you've got the people bullying if someone's the bully they've got issues of their own like you know that's often coming from a place of you know they are compensating for something pretty harrowing and 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 you know horrible going on in their life they probably have a really bad culture at home that kind of thing yeah or it's yeah. just genetically baked in that you know this family is a bunch of elitists who knows but like it's yeah. you know it's just everything i don't know I, just, I i look back fondly at school but i was like far out like it's a hard time you know, yeah it is a hard it's time. hard to grow up like school sucks. Yeah, and i Hey, don't go to college, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck, fuck I mean, college, I even... learn a trade, get hired, don't have any student loans, and make what you're worth doing something that you love. Yeah. That's my advice, all right? Well, yeah, make something you love. And I think I, I love to promote absolutely anyone on everything. Like when – like what's the point if you're not doing what – you know, or you're yeah. not doing something you love? And I, I don't say the thing you love because that's easier said than done. And you can absolutely work a job that kind of keeps you alive and, sure. you know – do that but like i mean just try and find what it is like i just you know and, yeah. and something you care about and, and that's it yeah. but i'm lucky yeah, enough f- to i fucking love my job i i, I never I asked you what your job was I, I didn't want to i've said it i don't want to define people by their job and it doesn't have to be but it's a factor of someone but mm. i've that was something i saw in a couple of your tweets you said more than once like, i love my job and no, completely ironically too job. i'm looking forward to going back and work on monday like i i, I get up every morning and I'm like, man, I can't wait to go. I know it sounds so fucking cheesy. It sounds like a Carol King song, man. And, I, and I'm no, I'm not trying to brag at all, but it's just like I just am. This is the one thing I have in my life. The it one thing that I'm just like, I cannot wait to to go back to work on Monday. So um, what do you do? I'm a safety professional. Oh well. Yeah, I work. Um, it's a lot of OSHA stuff, but I find. Mm. Um, I find gaps in our programs and I find um, opportunities to improve and I get feedback and I, uh, uh, for, for changes that we make and I develop training and I implement, um, I implement those changes at the workplace. And it's, it's just a lot of social activity. I get to talk to people all day Mm. and I get to hear their concerns and hear uh, possible solutions to, you know, how to make the, our, our job safer. Yeah, and, and literally uh, make the world a better place. And you're, hmm. you're, it's it's a solutions thing where you're you're actually making things actively better. Um, I hope so. <laughs> At least I try. I, 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 uh, I mean, there's got to be. I can I can sense too. There's like a sense of there's respect in the culture, which is yes. bloody important. Bloody important. Like it's so, and that often is what actually defines whether you actually want to go to work or not. Like it's you know, well, and whether you want to do well in it too. If yeah. there's kind of. You know, it sounds really simplistic, but a lot of places don't do it, and they it it's got to come naturally. I love the people, and I love my my you know the place that I work, and it's the people that make the place where you work really ultimately. Exactly, I don't care what the job is, right? You go to work, you're around the people, and and Mm. it's the it's the people that make your job likable or unlikable. I mean, you could love what you do, and I love what I do, but. If you have to go into work today and deal with someone that makes or a group of people that make your life hell, then find somewhere else. It's not worth it. You know, even if you have to get mm. paid less, I'll tell you this right now. Because your happiness, the quality of life really comes down to your happiness 
of where you spend most of your time. And if you work a 40 yeah. hour a week job, you spend most of your life at that work. That is most of your time. Yeah. During the week. That's just the reality of it. If you have a family, you see your people at work more than you do your family. And so you have to make sure that where you're going every day is someplace you want to be at. And, and I am so fucking lucky. And I'm not saying, you know, I worked hard to where I, uh, to where I am to get where I am right now, but Mm. lucky as fuck. Like not a lot of people can say that, Every day, you know, like this, I love my job. I go to work, you know, not a lot of people, I don't hear that very often. And that's concerning because I want to hear that from everybody. And mm. it sucks that that's not a reality, you know? Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I can, no, I'm, no, going, no, no. I'm going down the, I'm going sinking down <laughs> into like a really weird philosophy kind of, uh, I would say philosophy, but it's kind of like a, uh, I don't want to be teaching people life lessons. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know you mean that, but it's it's. it's uh, I'm just some, some drunk asshole need... on the internet that likes to play magic, and uh, I love you. Some, some people need to hear that though. That like that does exist because the the way I've witnessed it, and anyone having an issue, myself, whatever, like in in any time of our career, that like when you've got an issue in your workplace too, it's really hard to see outside of that as well. Like it's yeah, really yeah. hard because again, you talk about it takes the lion's share of your week. Uh, and yeah. you're seeing like, and it's hard to even imagine the world outside of that, whether you realize it or not. And yeah. it's, and, 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 and I'm pulling out of that changes. This. I'm just going to say this for whoever's listening, <laughs> whoever's mm. listen, whoever is listening that needs to hear this. Cause I know I needed to hear this is, yeah. uh, you're worth it. Yeah. You matter. You are exactly. worth it. You don't deserve yeah. to go to a shit place every day. No, Exactly. That's it. All right. So that's yeah. a, even even I like just you say to though, because I don't. If money, is a, I needed to hear that. Goddamn, did I need to hear that? And it sucks yeah. because, it, to you know, mental health is a thing too, right? But uh, totally, yeah. And that's, that's somewhere we've gone in, in a lot of what we talk about, and I, I always want to go there because it's it needs to be said and not dampened or not like silenced. Like, oh no, you're just crazy. It's like no, it's no, this, this yeah. matters so much, and and absolutely. Uh, even if you want to look at it logically, like. And taking a pay cut sometimes, like money is not the only currency at play here. Yeah, like exactly. En- energy is like you know, like positivity is like all that. Like that's all. Your time is also a currency. Like I've certainly been yep. in workplaces where it's like they very subtly take a lot more time than you know, and, and yep. expect you to take a, put in a lot more time in. So what you're actually, it's like a dollar an hour. You know, like it's it's mm-hmm. you're, you're getting paid a lot less essentially when you boil it down. But you know, yeah. So your happiness is the is the most valuable currency because even if you have to take a pay cut, but you're doing something, you're going to a place where you like to go, mm. um, you spend the rest of your currency, your happiness um paying for that extra couple bucks or making an hour you know exactly it's it's a it's a it's a trade off and it's a very uh dark trade off i think mm. um that you have to make if you, if you have to sacrifice your well-being just to make a few bucks extra bucks yeah. and, and unfortunately people are in a situation where they have to make that choice and it's uh it's it's really the worst to hear about that and that doesn't it shouldn't have to be so that, that's uh we're getting a little bit <laughs> no 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 but thanks for sharing because it's like yeah. like i say it's it's another perspective someone i think i mean i need to hear that sometimes too like i absolutely do and yeah you know, do do it for uh, yourself it's really you know? important to reassess 
like why are you doing what you're doing essentially yeah. so you know why are you doing it do anyway. you like it is it worth yeah. it can you you know hmm. I don't know. um <laughs> <laughs> no like i say i enjoy every word of that too and it's it's important well, thank um, you. uh <laughs> let's let's lighten it up uh or bring it back to our questions um oh, yeah. who do yeah, you want no, no that's okay we kind of i love it if I'm I'm excited to explore where each one of these goes, you know, and yeah, I don't go. I don't care if this goes on too long. It's, what is too long? It's yeah. our podcast. We can do what we want. Let's there go. you go, man. <laughs> I fucking love you guys. Holy shit, this is, this is amazing. Let's let's yeah. go another question. I'm 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 good. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm good to go. Who would you most like to have dinner with, dead or alive? Whoa, whoa, whoa. one more time. Sorry, your mic. Uh... Who who would you most like to have dinner with, dead or alive? Who would I most like to have dinner with, dead or alive? We'll just play Gee. a game of magic with. It doesn't matter. Uh, like, oh, in a, in a magic kind of setting? No, no. Just like, just hang out with, essentially. I, yeah, I said yeah, magic yeah. just in case it is, that's what you're Does it got to be magic doing. related? Because if it is magic related. No, hell no. no. Oh, Someone it doesn't. said Leonardo matter. da Vinci. Anything you want. Anything you want. Well, I would love to crush a few beers with Hoven. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that what? Dude, I would love to crush a few beers with Hoven. Um, Who's that? Oh, Hoven. Uh the uh the legendary Hoven. He guy looks like he's in a in a like a what do you call it? proto um heavy metal band like or a black metal band. Um J O V E. Oh yeah, Hoven. I was like it has, has to be. Go Joe. look him up. Yeah, yeah. He looks like there's absolutely Jay. no fucking way this isn't the artist like Buddy that he just drew him in a cart. Um Are you talking about the um the the card from alliances the card from <laughs> yeah <it> from Alli- <laughs> yeah okay, are you looking at him right now yeah 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 look the at this dude like, i've got that from, i've got that one committed to the guys memory. he's uh, from metalocalypse basically like a friend richard that i had back in the day like the long black yes. hair the the eyeshadow. you know the panda makeup yes. on the eyes the black goatee <laughs> beard met the, like crossed this. arms yeah. slightly chunky yeah. he looks like he's eaten you know a couple of burgers and had a good a good supple amount of beer. Yeah, yeah. look at him. That's the only good dude yeah. that you just want to like have a few nah. beers with and just eat. It looks. It. He's, he's the kind he of just dude wants to want to have a drink with, but you know, by the end of the night, he's going to be yeah. an asshole. I don't know. No, I, I see. I see. I like I see. That. I see. Like good nature in his eyes too. Do you know what yeah. it's like? Like yeah. flavor wise too. Oh man, this has to actually go in my drink deck. Um, <laughs> so destroy target non creature artifact. What would a drink be if it was in magic sense? It'd probably be a artifact token so it's just like he just crushes beers. definitely because <laughs> food is an artifact token right so yeah so he crushes sense. yeah you just send a message and crush their food as well <laughs> yeah he was just like a good dude to have a beer with i don't know i don't know he just looks fun he i looks love like, it <laughs> i love that uh, answer and uh probably uh uh you know my favorite character in the whole magic mythos is urza um mm. i don't i don't uh necessarily <laughs> Agree with his because uh... <laughs> he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. No, just because it's so like the just everything surrounding him is just so fucking cool. You know. Yeah, I, I'm a huge artifact guy. Like I, I read. Um, I, I, I was I started reading the magic novels like way back when, and I read Arena, and Arena left a huge impression on me. And that's that. It's because here's some here's some. Um, I guess Jeff Lore is uh, I have every single mana in my deck is different because of Arena. Because in the story of Arena, Ooh. the Planeswalkers, or I guess the uh, Magic users, I didn't call them Planeswalkers back then. I don't, I don't 
remember. I don't think so. But they would uh, go to different lands, you know, go to different areas and collect pieces of the land, which would they they would draw their magical energy Is from. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, that makes the same sense. Place when it's yeah, why would they go to the same place? Like all the all their energy comes from one place. No, I'm like I picture the if I'm a wizard or like a, a play, I guess a you know a planeswalker, I'd be going to all these different places and like collecting yeah. magic. That'd be an adventure, exactly. Yeah, so people get some people get a little upset when it's like, why are your lands <laughs> different? It's like, well, that's. Oh, man. Are you, you should see then, my drops then, yeah, Sometimes like, I get a little cheeky, and I'm like, you're just a fake fan if you don't understand. <laughs> well, actually, Vorthos reason is, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I, I find myself, I haven't ever thought about why I do it, but it's I do the same thing. It's like, they have to be all different. Yeah. Like, they just, yeah, they have so to cool. be. And especially, like I say, my draft set is, you know, completely non-optimized because, you know, if you really wanted to get it down to percentages, you have all the the same art for whatever reason. You know, if someone thought sees you, who cares? But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's like one's whiteboarded, one's got the old, you know, crazy like early painted art, and you know, one's yeah, yeah, know, yeah. foil. Who even cares? Like they're just cool and all different. You know, that's fine. Yes, exactly. You, you and I are, are aligned <laughs> exactly <laughs> for that. the same reason. Yeah. I will quick shout out to I had a chat with um coach uh the card bazaar CC is his mm-hmm. Twitter handle and he's got a sweet YouTube channel too. Uh chat to him this week about um uh, I was getting really into uh the narrated um magic novels. Cuz apparently mm-hmm. they're really hard to get these days. I mean, I've never found them in a, in the wild in an antique store Indeed. or whatever and I've wanted to. But like he's narrated them as as audiobooks. He even checked with wizards if it was cool to do so. So oh, no way. Check- and so check out and like you can get them on a podcast if you want to. Like you can find his thing on a um on your podcast app or YouTube, whatever you want to listen to. I was like, oh, this awesome. is what I've wanted. So I That's just, so I just cool. jam that. I jam all those when I um I I work now, which is great. So that is incredible. Yeah, not- I love that. I lo- I really like that actually because I've been. Lo- I don't have. I mean, I, I'm lying. I'm lying if I say I don't have time to read a book. But uh, I, yeah, I spend a lot of time at work, and sometimes yeah, I do have that window where I can listen to something while I'm working. Mm. And that would be optimal if I could just listen yeah. to magic stories. Uh, that would be very cool. Especially and the, and the he's old got, ones. I'll say too, he's got a really good voice for it too, which is, you know, nice. I know that's the, that's the make or break for, um, yes. for like audio books for some people. And he does like, yes. he does the voices without putting it on too hard or anything. Like, it's just uh-huh. like, you know, that's a different person. So like I was learning about Joda, the character, the other day, I'm like, oh, this, I think anything that adds another layer of mythos or like, you know, special kind of flavor to the game you're playing. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, this is sweet. Like Mersel, the, uh, the pretender came up as well. And you'll, all of a sudden you understand why people are so excited when, 15 years later, uh, a character name in a book gets a card. Like, that's the coolest. So, yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. All right, oh, dude. Uh, best ever video game, or did we say it before? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Favorite video game? The, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your favorite video game. Oh. Um, I would have to say Lisa, the painful Ooh. RPG. Really? Yes. If I had, if I had to, right now, it would be Lisa. Um, I'm sure it will change in the future, and I'm sure. Oh man, it's got it's got Earthbound de- uh, text boxes. This is excellent. Have you have you played Lisa? No, have, have I just see a lot. The art style is very Earthbound too. Nope. Oh man, uh, ten out of ten on ten out of ten on Steam. So you just this is going to um, be a good time. Lisa is a game that. Uh, <laughs> made me cry um mm. <laughs> i ha- i highly recommend it um 
It's made single developer. It's one of those. It's one of those games, you know, single developer gems where this yeah. guy just did everything pretty much using some assets that he purchased. And uh, he made the music. He did the writing. He did the character design. He did everything. And he made a sequel called Lisa the Joyful, which is uh, not. <laughs> it's that, that probably has the most depressing boss fight of all time. Whoa. Period. And you play Dark Souls, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It. And and by depressing, I mean. In terms of. I mean, and I mean depressing in not a a toughness sense. You said it before, but like Pinwheel is one of the most like sadness inducing bosses. Oh, yeah. You dig into the story. You learn about why. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. And you realize. yeah. You realize in Dark Souls, you're the asshole? Like, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, in Dark Souls, you are the asshole. But in this game, you're the asshole, but it it, it it's right there. Like, you don't need to do any real mm. digging. It just tells you flat out. So, the inspiration for this game, um, from what I understand, this guy, <laughs> and, and his producer name is Dingaling, um, teehee, uh, but this, <laughs> this guy Dingaling, he said he he was really fascinated with like fist of the North star and Jojo's. And he's like, well, these shows are just like a bunch of burly dudes beating the shit out of each other. It's like, what if, what if like there really were no women? <laughs> like, what would that world look like? <laughs> yeah. It'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he made a game on that premise that like all the women just vanish. Like what? There's massively poking fun <laughs> at it. You know, it's just yeah. like, wow. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, so it's it's uh it's sad and it's um there's also some uh narcotic side plot which I mm. which explains um some of the enemies in the game but it it, it has to do with addiction it has to do with loneliness and it has to do with um uh fatherhood and and mm. just like really kind of dense subjects that he was able to bring uh, forward in a humorous way sometimes, but also in a very real and very... Um, because no one's had to curate that and no one's had to sit there and go, oh, actually, for the fans, we want this. I was like, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly the reason to play an indie game where you get the mm-hmm. best tel- mm-hmm. telescope into someone's, directly into someone's mind. And you're just like, yes. This is, yeah, this is There real. was no marketing board behind this game. <laughs> it was mm. whatever he wanted to put in there is in there for better or for worse and someone calls it undertale 2.5 what 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 does someone call it they call it undertale 2.5 oh yeah this was made like as in undertale like i'm it's quite connected to it of uh, undertale's uh music and mechanics and all that stuff i played it uh honestly i'm I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this but like uh i mean sure like it's yeah. it's a solid six or seven for me, but I'm not games. Like, games are different things to different people, and that's the whole point anyway. Like yeah, it's got to. Yeah. It, it may not resonate with you. That's fine. Like I, yeah, I sure. hey, I, I I played The Last of Us. You know, there's triple layers. Something I'll, I I'll play. Never you know? play. But I was like, game. it's good. It's not. It's not in my. It's not in my list. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, there's mechanics I, and stuff, but it was just like it's so maybe I, I don't know. Maybe so just, highly produced, would, but yeah. I've seen it be played. A little bit, and I I did get the opportunity to play the first one a little bit. It just feels so like hallway to me. I don't know. It's just yeah. I think it, when there's get when they're games for masses, I don't know. Like this sounds really elitist, and you know, I exactly I, like I sound like a I, I think, t- total cock right now. Like, but oh. it's 
I mean, I, I put it this way. These days I have less and less time to really invest into a game and there's few that actually kind of break that mold and become something personal and, and, and yeah. meaningful, whereas, like, I can feel like I'm just being sold to. And so yeah, it's, I don't exactly. Know. But it's like, yeah. So, I mean, I'm keen to play Undertale. Uh, Sheepwave, uh, Megan said last week, play it, go blind um into it like don't listen to yeah. anything about it uh and i'm a massive yeah, earthbound yeah. fan because i mean th- i think that's it like games that have heart and you know there's yes. i feel like that's lost a lot of the time these days but we're in a like a, a fantastic time for indies and that kind of thing so exactly um I and that's, that's the- how i like to consume content i like to go in blind like i gave you a little bit but i'm not yeah. going to tell you the characters names or what happens it's just like here's the premise just play it you know I love – I never watch previews. If I have the opportunity yeah. to not watch a preview, I just go, okay, this movie is about this, and it's directed by this person who oh, made yeah. XYZ. I'm like, all right, that sounds like a good movie. Let's watch it. Uh, I, I like to go – I have the sort of Lynchian philosophy where, where the less I know about something, the better for the viewing experience, right? Because you get it's, to – Is that as in like a Dave, Is that like huh? a David Lynchian thing? Yes. Is that do, yeah. is, do you mean that in Lynch? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh well, okay. Well, the I the context for that is uh he said several times in interviews like um well, he hates explaining things, right? I remember it's like, mm. "What does this mean?" or like, uh will will you uh or he says, uh, "This is my most spiritual film." And and someone says, "Uh why is that?" or "Can you explain that?" And he says just says, "No." his ideal cinema that's where it comes from his ideal cinema yeah, yeah. is it just has the title and that's it you walk in the theater with the title and you sit down and the screen open or the the curtains draw and you watch the film and i'm like i love that i love that so you have much zero you pretense know? yeah and, and I mean, if, if like you've ever gone films. to a if you've ever gone to like a cinema and, you know, oh, I can't watch the first movie I wanted to because it was booked out and then you grab the second one and you have zero pretense about it mm-hmm. and that even reading a synopsis and yeah. how how much better that film is for not having any kind of, you know, preconceived notions of it, you know. Exactly. I mean, the film can still be trash, but like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just not saying it's, it it makes the film better. I think it makes yeah. your viewing experience better rather than the film itself, you know. Yeah, I've actually found the same phenomena with jumping into a season almost backwards of something. And I've found mm. that you have to, I think it's just so hard to pay attention to anything these days. You know, mm. there's just, there's so much crap going on. And that it is hard for someone to actually sit down and focus on something, especially if they fire it up blind and the pilot is usually there to just entertain you and, and like get you engaged yeah. and it's throwing all its punches straight away. And it makes, it saddens me a little bit because it's just so, it's so highly competitive. Uh, and again, we kind of see a loss in the heart of things. But I've found the best things I've ever watched are because, uh, you know, back to almost like free-to-air TV, it's because I saw it on one of our channels that had some okay stuff. But I was like, I'm just absolutely mystified by this. And all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden I'm playing catch-up and I have to understand, try and understand what's going on because there's all this like preconceived stuff. It's like, oh, you know, like, you know, this character, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm just a lot more fascinated when it starts halfway through and then all of a sudden you start you watch then go back and watch like season 1 of this thing and it's like a prequel and it's I like got, it's really it's really cool to invert that kind of thing like it's, I got the it's perfect really show cool. for you I got, oh, it's an anime I got the perfect anime for you Death Parade watch Death Parade I've heard of this yeah have you heard have you seen it uh no but I've heard uh, of it 
Death Parade is because Death- uh, every story is every episode is, deals with different characters. Uh, oh, amazing! Yeah, two. Well, the the premise behind it is uh, well. I won't spoil it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to spoil just, it. Yeah. Just leave it, it that full stop because Death, I've got here. Lost Death Parade I'm is not, super keen. It's not, and I know it's not violent. I tell you that. No. It, uh, but if you want to watch a violent show, violence. what's that, Josh? <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of violence, Gulls and Panzers. Oh, well. no. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch a violent show, do not watch Girls und Panzer, um, which, I mean, as adorable as it is to watch... Uh, uh, I get, uh, high school girls pilot Soviet tanks. What? Um, what? It, it, <laughs> it, this it, is it, a weird sign. I think I will make you a better wife and mother. I really dude. enjoy this. Is, I'm not a war person at all, but the thing I do to kind of connect with my brothers-in-law and like we just do it every week, we play World of Tanks. And so I strangely now by proximity know a lot about tanks. About tanks yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Girls in Panzer is a show for you then. Girls in Panzer, um, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, now watch uh, watch uh, Zodiac War if you want to see something violent and, and fun. And so yeah. I think it's uh, about 12 episodes long or 13. Um, it's incredible. It's very concise. The characters are very unique. Um, and it's very, very violent and fun. <laughs> and, uh, you have to bet on which character you think is going to survive. That's the most fun Ooh, part good. of the show. Because, I mean, yeah, what is it if you can't predict these days? And I think that's a that's a really good quality of something. But, um, uh, when you know, when, like you watch something and you feel like all bets are off, essentially. Yeah, the whole this show is good. You've, about that. You guys are giving me so much to watch now. I'm yeah. a massive, Berser- I'm a massive Berserk fan, and maybe that's just Dark Souls proximity. But you know, uh, I started it's reading like, that. I want to read it. So uh, I, I heard the show. Was I good, high- but- yeah, no, just watch. Yeah, um, sorry, read the manga if you possibly can. Cause I will. The, that, that's the best experience I've had with it because it was like I've read twelve of them, I think. But someone mm-hmm. said it so well that they've done the the animated series in the '90s. They've done the movies, whatever, and. With all that, uh, even the mod, the modern movies being like you know you you kind of animate with a little bit of CG, nothing still compares to, to first of all how deep the manga can go because it's just it has no limit to you know how long it can yeah. go on for, which is great. But nothing compares to the pace of black and white, yeah. you know, still illustrations, and and that sounds really strange, but like nothing will kind of convey what berserk is conveying like yeah yeah that's what i got from the first few chapters i'm like wow this is fucking incredible right it's a dude (laughs) insane dude missing eye giant metal pipe that he swings and cuts people in half it's amazing yeah uh it's it's a there's a big cleric guy i started to read it it, but i made the fucking mistake of reading all of gaunt's um do not oh yeah yeah gaunt's do not read gaunt's it is great. Think- the first few volumes are great. Just don't. I mean, just read to the point where you, you'll know when to stop. I'll just tell you, <laughs> you'll know when to stop guts. And I'll also read to watch, actually. Shigurui if you're if you're a big gore fan. Um, do you, uh, the show is great too, but the the manga is is. Um, mm, um, oh, this one's this one looks like it says it on the box. It's like you know what you're in for. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's called Death Ooh. Frenzy, uh, and, and it's about, ah, yeah, yeah, it's about a samurai. It's a samurai shogun movie or or movie a series where this uh, this guy becomes a shogun and he has a really huge penchant for uh, um, 
uh, death battles, and he's just like, no rules, everyone just kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it becomes a thing. Um, people get really carried away with uh, just uh, slaughtering each other. It's amazing. It's good shit. Far out. Um, if you like the gory samurai shit, but if you don't, um, then watch Girls in Panzer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, bouncing next. Um, do you have a favorite album or artist? Oh. This is huge, man. Like, this is like, I could say an album, but I could say five oh, easy. You know? Okay, just, just, yes. just spitball some favorites, I, I guess. Don't. Well, yes is certainly one of my favorite bands, but. Um, yeah, yeah. You and me both, man. And oh, we said that before the show. Love yes. Close to the Edges. Um, Close yes to the Edges is one of the most amazing, but ever. Close to the Edges is one of the best albums you could ever listen to. Ever. Especially when you're, um, and I'm not encouraging drug use. Um, oh no, no, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, perso- I personally don't. But if I you personally don't, but it's, I could see a, exactly what you'd get out of it. If you happen to be a 20 or a 19 year old and it's your first time having <laughs> uh, some marijuana, I mean, it wouldn't be bad if you put that up. <laughs> No, <laughs> I wouldn't be. I reckon you need it. to watch it too. There's the <laughs> clip on YouTube, and it's got. It's like you talk about unbridled creativity coming out from those guys, and it's yeah, like you yeah. see them. The visual where it's got all like the 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 water dripping and the leaves and everything, and where it starts yeah. that track, and then you just see Rick Wakeman, keyboard lord with a cape oh, on. God, Rick like, Wakeman oh, is a fucking yeah, god. But let's let's. It's yeah. amazing. I could anyway, talk about yeah yeah yes for a long time. But so my favorite artist, he's a producer. Um, his name's Aaron Funk, or people would know him by his uh, producer name, Venetian Snares. Mm-hmm. Um, he does breakcore. Uh, <laughs> I was introduced to electronic oh, wow. music through, um, God, I guess the same as everybody is is the that one DJ panda song and and popcorn and all that stuff and then uh i've read i asked i think i believe i asked a certain image board um when i was very <laughs> young probably <laughs> like uh years you were talking like 2005 um i was like yeah that's some good music to listen to and uh, they linked a one person linked a, a song Hus- husky and rave dojo from from venetian snares um or what, it must have been, was it that song? I, I can't remember. Anyway, um, so then I got introduced to this this artist, and I'm like, this is a bunch of noise. I hate it. I fucking hate this song. I mm. hate this artist. But I kept listening to it. <laughs> yeah, and, and when, when something, there's nothing more satisfying when there's something that took some time to almost earn. It's like you unlock it, like you. It, 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 it exposes more layers, that kind of thing. But you hate it initially, like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated it. And then, and then I the love that process. I to it, like, actually, I've been following this guy's <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, so, uh, yeah, no, um, I was just agreeing. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been following this guy's uh, career for a long time, and um, I almost, I almost considered getting getting his uh, skull flower tattoo, but I'm thinking now, Jeff, that's a bad idea. <laughs> because uh, I know nothing a, about this person. A few reasons, right? One reason is you never know if someone who you admire and someone who you respect, who's still alive today, is going to do something really shitty. 
Exactly. Exactly. And we've learned that recently, but I've always felt that about bands and stuff. It's like, oh, exactly. you may be so, compelled to, but you never know. And, and then you of, have their mark heard of that on your going body. Bad, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have to expensively it, get removed. But. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Mm. So, I mean, I don't think he will, and I don't think he has, but... Um, I'm still not going to take the chance because, you know, I don't yeah. know them personally, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a friendship with them and I don't know what they are behind social media. And, and, and that's the thing you need to consider yeah. if you want to get a band tattoo, right? Um, yeah, exactly. Anyway. So yeah, Venetia Sarah's no, cool. probably it's... my favorite oh. artist, uh, my favorite album. Um, God, um, yeah, again, you can't really pen it down to one album, right? It, it's just there's and it so changes many changes too, you know. Like there's so many albums that have influenced my life, like one uh, one way or another. But I'm just gonna name one that I keep coming back to throughout my life since I heard it, and mm-hmm. I recently listened to it. Um, I, I I listened to it recently, and, the, and again, this isn't like my a number one um, favorite album mm-hmm. of all time, but it's something that I keep coming back to that I always have an appreciation for, and you might as well. It's uh, the album Colors by Between the Berry to Me. Um, I, if, if you're a prog fan, you, you'll like it. It's, it's, it's got a little bit of metal. It's got a little bit of prog. I think I've heard prog. people reference it, yeah. It's, it's got piano. It's got, it, go, it's, it's, it goes off the wall in some places where Ooh, you have yeah. like a, a bar singing scene or in 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 the middle of a song and then it, the whole album flows very cohesively it is uh it's it's one of those albums you don't listen to song uh, or you don't listen to like pick out a song to listen to it's like you listen it no no it's exactly. a back and i i i, I can't yeah. do that these days anyway and it's yeah you know, it's much like close, close to the, to the edge, edge right yeah, yeah exactly. it's like the, the whole you don't you've got to listen to the first side of it song. essentially yeah, like it's it, they're technically tracks, but they had to divide them up in chapters because the record label told them to. Like it's just like no, just it's a twenty minute track, you know, and that's yeah, the way it yeah. is. I love it. Oh man, Prog is going on a journey, and I'm super keen for this too. And it's I'll, I'll say the whole Prog I've been so squarely in the seventies, and you know you kind of have to be. It's where all the great stuff happened. But yeah, yeah. there's so much great stuff out there, and I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. Especially stuff in the two thousands because that still has continued. You know, and um, we talked about before. Opeth had you know a lot of influences. Oh, okay. There's even guys that if you if you like, yes, go find a band called Wobbler. So W O B B L E R, and if you want the thing that sounds the most like, and it, like not in a copycat kind of sense, it sounds like a lot of other things too. Maybe some you know Gentle Giant, maybe some King Crimson, but like mm. these guys, I think they're Swedish, but far out. Like I, I need to get a physical copy of this stuff. You know, it's mm. it's this. The, all the adventure and stuff you love in it. So, mm-hmm. oh man, we could talk like I could do a three-hour podcast with you about music. Uh, yeah, yeah. I could do, uh, exactly about music. Uh, but uh, if you like, if you like black, yeah, I think you were talking about black metal a little while ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My favorite black metal band is uh, Zastur. Uh, that's X A S T H U R. Really, really dark shit is depressing stuff <laughs> it's, it's like, oh man <laughs> I mean, check them out they're all check horses them out. for horses uh, if you, do you know about them do you, like no not at all and i was gonna oof. say music is the type of thing no it's like you have oh. favorite albums but they're not always the best thing you know you might not always feel like listening to them everything has a different time and place and i, I go love that, put nuance it could be go put on their album subliminal genocide and just just rue 
<laughs> and, and go build a deck. <laughs> Rule. Oh. Okay, Man, build um, a yeah, build a deck to align with it. Yeah, I got it now. So I was going to say my tabs today more than anyone else we've spoken to are overflowing and to the point where I can't even see anything on my crappy little laptop screen. They're all just G for the uh, Google tab. So, um, but I'm keeping them all here and I'm just going to dive in over the you know the next couple of weeks. I'm so excited. So, thanks, man. Yeah, no <laughs> love problem. it. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. You really? answered the next. I'm going to keep going because again, it's our podcast. And I don't care. Like it's yeah. you know, it's just a joy. Um, but uh, you answered your best magic art. I'm pretty sure already. My best which is one? fine. Oh, your favorite magic or my art. My favorite one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't. Yeah, best, best is the wrong word. Favorite. Let's yeah, yeah. change that for the future tense because the best, best one is is Gauntlet of for Might. Artist- that shit's a power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, for for like artistic merit. Um, do you have a favorite Pokemon? Oh my! God. That's uh, not everyone than uh, a Pokemon, but uh, I guess my favorite Pokemon. Yes, I do. It's a it's a Porygon. Yeah, that's a Por- top choice. Porygon's my favorite Pokemon, Chips, and everyone makes Porygon? fun of me for it. But I'm like, no, <laughs> he's so cool. It's fun. Porygon's awesome, man. He's a cool. I Pokemon. love Porygon. It's a cool Pokemon. What, wait, the what do you got to he say? Made the Caesar yeah. episode. Chess, you've been quiet for quite some time. I want to hear what you have to say about my favorite Pokemon choice. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think it's valid. I think everyone has their own particular Pokemon. I'm just happy that you didn't say Charizard yeah. or something. No, boring. yeah, yeah, Because no. it's true. Like I, I like that. As uh, initially, we had like what animal kind of do you align with or whatever. But like, oh, Pokemon f- kind of does that in a different way. Like I think it's Fuck. super cool. And I don't know penguin. It's like I don't know like nothing. Nothing beats a polygonal horse or whatever whatever polygon is. And a polygon. No, I was going to say he. Uh, sorry, I will will correct that. I was going to say he, but I'm pretty sure in the... the yeah, yeah gender exactly. Polygon's non-binary. Polygon man. doesn't have a gender. <laughs> because Polygon's created, isn't it? Isn't, yeah. Aren't they, I guess? Polygon is whatever what Polygon wants to be. And that's I respect um, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Polygon's also responsible for that episode that gave all the, the children seizures. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yes. that is something to watch and or not watch because it's... That's not why... Okay, for just for clarity, that's not why I like Porygon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually the, like, yeah, the evil choice, but no. I know, I know. That's good. Uh, I mean... It's much in the same way as the Elman artist. Um, don't worry, almost done with these. But um, do you have a don't, favorite movie? Don't, you go don't back worry, to? man. This is the best time I've had all week. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, you know, like, and, and thanks for enjoying it. Absolutely. We're enjoying this is so fun. You have no idea. Like, yeah, I like going to work and shit. But like, damn, when my leisure act, I can't do this at work. I can't drink vodka and answer questions about shit I like at work. You know. Well, and I think <laughs> that's it too. I mean, we we say we're Commander Crunch and we do talk. You know about Commander a bit at the time, I guess, but and that's what ultimately will always be about. Now, but it's you like, guys have the best, but you guys' podcast is better than ours. I tell you that uh, <laughs> because a it doesn't exist. But, but can we just geez. absorb you guys and we'll just be the podcast arm of um, MTG you, Lexicon? And you guys fucking you know, rock, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, serious. Uh, yeah, so what, let's line them up, man. What's the next question? I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies, man. Like. Do, do you have any? Do we, do we have a Lynch movie that uh, you you always go back to, or you know? I, I mean, I find hard favorite, favorite movie. movies bloody hard. Like yep. I said, Norseka, but you know, Norseka. it could be one of the Little of the Rings movies. It could be oh, all kinds man. of weird stuff. My favorite, <laughs> oh, the Big Lebowski. Movie. Yeah. What's the movie? Okay, uh, this is easy. My favorite movie of all time is The Predator. 
because yeah that's it, fair i'll i'll 100% yeah it, that. it it has it's got action it's a thriller it's a sci-fi it's, it's got, got Carl like, Weathers. It's got Arnie in his head. Yes, it's it's got it's got Arnie like one-liners. Actual like, what, literal it's, peak. It has like, everything. Yeah, the best one-liners. It has Arnie at his physical yeah. like peak. That big square. You got him refrigerator shape gentleman holding the gun in impractical ways just to show off his muscles. Like you got it. <laughs> just to show off his fucking mouth. You got you got the handshake. It has the meme. Scene. Like yeah, the handshake, movie. the meme scene exactly. But you know what? It's it's actually on par with Aliens. Ah, like mm-hmm. Aliens. Is, the yeah, second, second Aliens, aliens right? movie is amazing. Be- it yeah. really And is. of course they're connected. Because yeah. of, yeah, because of the bad guy, because of the mm-hmm. enemy, because of the, you know, the alien slash predator, yeah. which is such a nonplusser. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always in the background and it's kind of like shown bit by bit, but never like fully revealed until like right at the end. It No movie is like either of those mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, actually, and I was like, when it comes down to, like, thrillers, right? Because it's a thriller action movie. No other movie since those two movies have ever, that I know of exists to such a point that makes you fully invest mm-hmm. in that movie. And there's so much absurd shit going on and you don't care because you're fully mm-hmm, sold. Mm-hmm. You are fully yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Movie. Exactly. It takes you into that. When you watch this movie, you're there. And it it just does it. You're like, all right, you know, I don't care if, if uh, you know, Ar- Arnie's going to shake this dude's hand. You see this close-up <laughs> shot of just their arms. Just like look at how cool these guys are, and look how muscular and awesome they are. They, of course, yeah, some of the jokes didn't age well, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just getting into this fucking world where you're being hunted, or like these guys are being, and you're just there sitting, like, what's gonna happen? It is a thriller. It is a thriller, and it's an action, mm. and it's a horror, and it's a sci-fi. It's like all it's these sci-fi, things. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 the ultimate. In sci-fi fantasy, oh, so good, right? Man. And and plus, especially with Predator, where they think they're hunting mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Predator, but they're actually being hey, hunted. Yeah. Like they think they're the top of the food chain, the most elite killers. And it's like yep. you don't mean yeah, shit yeah. against this high technology yeah. alien that's going to like no, fuck, you fuck you up. And, <laughs> and, and, and it, I know and what it, I'm watching tonight. They start <laughs> to realize it. That's the thing. It's like what's in the middle of the movie. They're like, ah, oh, shit. Like Uh-oh. maybe we're not. <laughs> It's maybe, the whole yeah. Look at maybe look at yourselves. Isn't and some that's, like that's hard to do. human soldier that we're after. Like, what do you mean it, it, it growled at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gold. I love it. Yeah, so that's my favorite movie. Uh, I can watch answer, that man. any day of the week. Exactly. All right, we've got one more. Uh, mm-hmm. In just a few words, what does magic mean to you? <sighs> uh, this is like the big punctuation stamp to put on everything. <laughs> just a few words. I don't know. I've got a feeling you might have something that will be uh, like uh, JR from Spell Table's answer. <laughs> well, let me think. I think it, I already covered it, this. It, I mean, magic. It says magic it on the card. Me, what magic means to me is magic means to me. Magic is. I'm going to say something really profound right now, and I'm hypnotizing you to think 
that whatever you've, you've said a lot of, prom- of profound stuff is, already is, and this is, is going to be the best this, whatever's coming out of my so mouth right i should now. fart over <laughs> yeah yeah please <laughs> fart over this because i the, now now it's just it was like dead air for a second where it's like oh he's gonna say something really good no i fucking failed you i'm sorry magic oh, no. is friendship <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> friendship is magic i, I, I don't even like made along the I don't way even like my little pony so this it, just became my yeah, little yeah pony. i don't i don't trust i don't trust my little pony fans is that what <laughs> no that's fine like, that's wise that is very wise i mean i say stuff all the time that i then preface with saying it's like that sounds really sappy but it's bloody true and it's no, you know it's, as a jr said he goes it's the gathering i'm like exactly it's like gathering exactly. it says it I on the card say that i was like hey what's something really cool you could say i'm like oh it's the gathering no no uh, that makes me <laughs> like the, just me thinking about saying that makes me want to uh, eat, <laughs> eat, eat, eat uh, shotgun salad, but it, it, it's, 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 it's the gathering uh, TM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, TM. It, 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 honestly, like it, it really, truly is the best quote-unquote um, concept. Like it's the best card concept to just get together, and mm-hmm. uh, the best constructed game. To get together with your buddies and, and play and have fun and just bullshit. Yeah. Like if you if you get it, if you understand how to play magic, and that's the that's that's really the barrier there, right? Is like learning how to play the game. If you learn that's how true. to play the game, just like anything, like I don't know how to play Call of Duty, you stick me in a Call of Duty match and I'm gonna be the worst player, period. It it it's 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 more like it's a communal thing, right? And mm-hmm. and, and everybody in these in these uh these MMO and you know like Monster Hunter and and uh, shooter games and stuff like that, uh, they 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 understand not just the fundamental like how to play the game, but it's it's not just how to play the game. It's like it's the context around everything that goes into it. You know the yeah. the art and the mechanic, not just the mechanics. It's, it's, it's the art and the characters and the uh, deck archetypes. And the play styles and and things like that—that's what makes magic unique and fun. So this is not a few words. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's but, fine. But, but it's, yeah. it's, that is excellent. That—that's what magic is to me. It's it's, yeah. it's the best sort of that thing, whatever it is you call that thing, uh, uh, that world. But uh, I'm sorry if I interrupted. So I think someone was 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 talking, and I just sort of went on that weird rant, but. No, no, no. I, th- I think Chesh was drumming in the background, but yeah, he'll, so, he'll let sorry, us know Chesh. when he wants to speak. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's a it's a conduit, and it's you know this mm-hmm. that's the best way to. I mean, I I think it it means different things to different people, of course. But you know, I'd just implore some people to look at it and what is it? Try and think about what it means, I guess. And that's that kind of makes me take it less seriously as a game, yeah, and more like celebrate what it does, everything around it, and I love it infinitely more when it's a self-expression thing. But it's we wouldn't be having this conversation. I would not know you without the game. You know, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what's yeah, amazing. We were talking it. right now, and we're sharing not just magic-related stuff, but you know, music, movies, TV, everything, anime, yeah. uh, 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 wildfires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Chesh had that original. Back to the well. Chesh had the original vision for the thing to be like, you know, like magic's great and we can talk about commander tech all day, but, you know, like there's yeah. got to be. We're, we're usually looking for what's 
around it and what's the higher thing there. And that's why, I mean, we always wanted to talk about other we things. like being nerds. Yeah. Because like, like, these things are related. Everyone, everyone and their dog does a Commander podcast and that's great. But like... Offer something. Yeah, different. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. That's what. That's what. That was the goal of uh, kind of the podcast I was running. Ran, I guess. Like, I, I, we will. I'll tell you this: the Alexacast or whatever we decided to call it. I can't remember. <laughs> MTG Lexico. Lexanomicron. That is so good. Um, that is really good. You're welcome. Like, <laughs> the Lexanomicron will have. Um, a resurgence, and and you guys would definitely be on there. And I kind of want to. Oh, I love like it. This, you know, yeah, we're going to talk about magic tangentially and everything. Because a, yeah, exactly what you said. This is what brings us all together. And I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't even know you guys weren't for magic. Uh, and and b, exactly. It's like you can hear all day and all night about cyclonic rift and like <laughs> and, and, sick yeah, infinite and, combos but yeah, like exactly. it's not the point it's like, it's like yeah. and that's great and you know i'm not disparaging that cuz there's a place for that right you know like yes, i I, I really like uh, commander time like those guys are great right mm. but um it, it's it's like this is i think the meat uh, uh, the real red meat of of what makes magic magic is it's mm. com- a common interest in, in the community, the people. Totally. I love that, dude. That's, <laughs> oh, I feel like crying. Um, <laughs> no, it's just like, it's, it's you know, I nothing's ever made me uh, think about magic in these kind of like astral kind of realms more than it has talking to people across the globe about what it means to them. And, you know, that was kind of the objective too. And I didn't realize that was the objective at the start. Now it definitely is. And it's like Absolutely. where I want to go with everything. And so you it's, know, um, you guys are enjoying breakfast and it's 9 PM over here and I'm, man, it's two o'clock um, now. <laughs> it's and just, I I've just had the best <laughs> time ever. And I don't, I don't want to stop downing so. some Tito's and it is amazing. Yeah. Like, Oh God, I, I, I I wish I could get on a fucking plane right now and just hang out, uh, yeah. or vice versa, or whatever. Actually, don't come, don't come here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not until the orange man yeah, is gone. Please, exactly. do not come here, please. Um, but we've we've to. always got a space for you. Like, oh god, any uh, any lexicon guys? Like, I have I have bedrooms for to stay, that kind of thing. It's just like, yeah, oh, we'd always god. make it happen. Let's fuck the, the climate here. Yeah, but I mean, how much does that make it special when we can actually do such things? And like, I'll never take exactly. I'd like to say I'd never take anything for granted anymore, as far as like, you know, being able to gather some magic. (laughs) But it's like, it's it's yeah, it's examining all those things, like drafting on Wednesday or in playing basketball right now. It's like, yeah, I just want to do them so bad, you know. But it's going to make it all more special, like you said. Mm. It's 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 when when we finally get to do it again. God, oh man, it's just going to be magical. It's going to be, ha ha ha. Yeah. It's going to yeah, be hey. magical. Pun. Yeah, hey. Got there. What were you saying, Trash? I was saying bad pun. Oh, yeah, this is a very bad pun. It's <laughs> it a great pun. Uh, I, I just can't wait to go to a, a MF. M. And motherfucking magic. <laughs> Night. I, I cannot, like, how do they not see that? Come on. <laughs> exactly. MFN. Yeah, MMF. I can't wait to go to the motherfucking event and uh, or an MF Vegas, man. That seriously, Vegas. If Vegas happens next year, I am going to die. 
at that event. Mm. I will bury me, bury me at Ve- in Vegas because I will die having so much fun. Um, we'll get you married first somehow to. Uh, yeah, I'll get married to, to Hoven um, or something like the card, and and then yeah, exactly. I'll fucking get hammered and marry some some rando <laughs> at the event and <laughs> uh, go to uh, uh, the the Excalibur and just get uh, dead off of those. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Those uh, huge tower sticks that you get from like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick's Last Resort or something. Like uh, 18 ounces of tequila and just... <laughs> the kind of thing that pe- people just do on te- like a Kentucky trip or something. You know? Yeah, I, I, uh, Magic yeah. Fest Vegas. If you can make it, if it exists next yeah. year, you Interesting go caveat. there. But yeah, exactly. Go I would. There. Nothing would make me happier, actually. Have you guys been to Vegas or Magic Fest Vegas at all? No. I mean, we've been to Melbourne, and that was... I mean, Cheshire's been to a few around Australia when they've existed, a lot more than I have. Um, But, yeah, I've been to one, and it's still... Even our watered-down, kind of crappy Melbourne one, by comparison to to how huge the the ones in the States are, was still the greatest time ever, and I was just like... I lapped up every... I took off all the work I could, you know, on the Friday and whatever, and just like in the Thursday, and I just absolutely milked it for everything I had. That's where I met Chesh, actually. And it's really? like, wow. It was mm-hmm. it was the best, so... Oh, that's that's some uh, Commander Crunch lore right there. Yeah. Uh, it, um, it, it, I'll go for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, if you do, like, if you were to come to America, the M- MF Vegas is the place, man. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. please. I we yeah, it's the it mecca. is the mecca. If you think, uh, what do you say, uh, Melbourne? Uh, if, yep. if you think the Melbourne one was good, the Vegas one is. Whew. Please, I mean, it goes for a week or something. Oh, crazy, yes. doesn't it? Yeah, stay stay a couple nights, and you get for, to for you get to experience like five the days. weirdest parts of. the weird late night because when i say the city that never sleeps like they're not lying um the center that they hold it at is a um it's 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 a nightmare to walk to but if you get close enough and there's a bunch of airbnbs that are close enough um it's not that bad but going to the strip and like seeing like the blue man group and going uh, all, to all these the different, but you get to do this with like groups of people that you meet at Magic Fest Vegas, and and it's like you get to roll around with your nerd squad and get wasted and gamble. Like, I mean, you're already gambling mm-hmm. with Magic, right? But still, I mean, if you purchase get us like, the conduit, yeah, <laughs> it's like to the to the uh, what do you call it the uh, uh, um, the natural end or what do you call it the uh, the final state of, <laughs> of magic is uh it's it's all represented magic's final vegas. form is i vegas. cannot it's say like, yeah. enough good things about mf vegas the, the pinnacle and that's the thing i've heard about it for years from you know people like podcasts and, and people i've listened to for ages and it's it's just that you know oh, i'm so jealous that it's just the mythical status of the yeah, whole thing it, and, and and it, that's the thing. Like I think Chesh and I, like one of our big goals is to make it to one. You know, one yeah. day. And may not fucking, be next year. May not be whatever. But yeah. we fucking uh, had a. Uh, we interviewed Prof and uh, Sickly. I, I don't think Sickly's making MTG content anymore, but or, she's hilarious and fun. Mm. But Prof is in person. 
Like this guy is uh he's so knowledgeable. He's a really good actor. Like I think he's a natural actor. I am yeah. not. Oh, and yeah. and and there was a scenario like there's a little thing where uh he was doing he went into like a little scene and I showed him my phone about a question that somebody asked him and he goes off like, "Oh, that's that's so sick. I can't believe you. This interview's over." He was acting. And I and I was sitting there like Oh yeah, this is when I should act and play along, but I just sat mm. there like a fucking moron. Like this guy is like <laughs> such a natural good actor. I am the worst actor ever. And even though I took improv, like I I'm a good improv actor, but this this was just not in my wheelhouse of drama. <laughs> oh god. Uh the, but that makes uh, it- Have you guys met the prof? Like uh it, it, Oh, no. Brian's great. Yeah, he's 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 good, and he loves whiskey. I've been he loves to get whiskey. To come to Australia for years, but Channel Five will don't want to pony up. He loves whiskey, and uh, we do too. And we we're gonna share some uh, good ones. Whistle Pig, if you ever had it, uh, you should you should you should enjoy that um, for sure. Oh man, man, and I, I reckon we better better wrap up actually, and then let, oh uh, man, go along anyway. Let's do volume been two. Recording for three hours seventeen minutes, which is a, I don't a care. monster episode. That is a <laughs> it's huge a marathon one, and I want episode. to keep all of it. I mean, it's your podcast; you do what you want, uh, and I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I could I could talk to you guys forever about the shit. It, it seems like I love, and this. we can when you uh, when you guys come out again. You know exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, we'll, do you guys we'll have get... a do you guys have a show or something uh, where I can stream with you guys or like ah uh, command of the distance thing I guess we're gonna about um Cheshire oh yes but talk yeah. about that it's not like I do a live stream no. at all <laughs> yeah I mean that, now's about the time <laughs> what are, what are we plugging now Chesh now that we're um I think we're good time to wrap up essentially we're um. Oh, Where's yeah, all your stuff, dude? That. And well, um, that's exactly yeah, the, it's not the like you, the It's not like you invited us to a live stream. Awkward page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had Brandon oh, on. Oh, okay. Right, my yeah. <laughs> you want to retract that? I will now? retract Thank that. You. I'll retract <laughs> it. <laughs> but, uh, so once a month, I do Commander the Distancing on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Cheshire Plays Games. Uh, we backed off for a weekly because I was getting a little burnout. It's a lot of work, man. It's, it's a lot to... Yeah, it's a lot of stuff for me to arrange. Um, one of the one of the hardest working people in Magic, as Sam That's always exactly what me. I say. Uh, you can also find my YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Cheshire Plays Games. You can email me at heythatdude at gmail.com. That's not really a true thing. Don't do so that. Like, you Actually, G- maybe do that. That'd be hilarious. CC me in. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cheshire Plays. Um, I'm at Pass the Jam Sam on uh, Program. Probably just the Instagrams and the the Twitters, but find us at uh, at cmdr underscore crunch on Twitters, uh, at cmdr crunch on Instagram, and you can find us on the web sphere at cmdrcrunch.fireside.com. And as I said before, if you're listening this far, congratulations! But send us Gmail emails to cmdrcrunchpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, Jeff, where can all the folks find you and the awesome MTG Lexagon? Oh, um, Lexanauts, Lexanauts. Well, uh, everyone. I mean, I guess here the fans of Lexanauts is now an honorable Lexanaut. You can find me personally at Lexicon Jeff. That's L E X I C O N Jeff on Twitter. Um, You can find the rest on Twitch TV slash. 
mtg underscore lexicon and uh, we are also yep. on twitter at uh, mtg underscore lexicon um yeah uh that's that's and YouTube. Oh, oh, and YouTube. Our, our YouTube channel lives. does not have an under- <laughs> That's pretty important. <laughs> our YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash MTG Lexicon. No underscore, I believe, on that one. Um, you did what we, I did. It's like, that's where you can find exactly. all of the VODs. Yes, all of the VODs are on YouTube. Please. Uh, we get most of our... Uh, we can get some people from YouTube on our VODs or, or coming and checking us on Twitch, and we love that. Um, but we... We we would love you to join us on Twitch uh, because you could see these lovely gentlemen on there in the future and in some past games with Treasure, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. and hopefully in the future, Sam. And um, yeah, Thanks hit so me much, up, uh, recommend me beer and uh, oh, video games, and uh, come come in our Discord. We got a Discord channel. You could check Damn. that out. Yeah, yeah. Come on our fucking Discord. You could you could uh, join it on. Uh, there's a link on our Twitter. Uh, just a general, unless you're a patron or a subscriber, um, then you get the premium uh, other garbage cha- uh, <laughs> <laughs> channels. Yeah, come check us out. Um, much love, and uh, I guess I'm gonna close out with my with our moniker. Um, the next round is on us. Love it, exactly. And Jeff, you're just being an absolutely stellar guest and i gotta thank you so much from the bottom thank of my heart. You. Sounds really soppy again, but it's you said it before, like you say you're a bad actor and it just triggered something in me. It's like, I have no capacity to ever be someone I'm not and, and just, you know, put on a different voice, put on a different, whatever. So what you see is what you get. And that means everything when you are the way you are and, and you actually, are that you actually want to speak to us for three hours and, you know, and enjoyed it. And I enjoyed every second. And you know, yeah, I mean, no, it means honestly. so much, dude. Same. Thank you. That means a lot. And, and, and let this, let this friendship continue. Absolutely. <laughs> Dig it. Chesh, anything to sign off with? Uh, keep cracking pack. Ah, but not the whale ones. Exactly. Go and, and crack packs for drafting once people can start drafting exactly. again. Where you fucking mouth? That too, exactly. And um, I'll just say play the cards with the art that makes you happy. Yeah. Peace out, folks. Peace out. Maybe not anime art. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Did you guys hear that? Good enough. Pretty good. Yeah, that's fine. They're usually a little bit off, but I mix them up anyway and and just match them, so that's all fine. Sick. All right. So, um, what are we going to do? Hey. Mm-hmm. I need to bring up the, the folder. The folder. The, the folder. There's notes the there that they basically just say talk about the good times. Talk about the <laughs> good times. Uh, exactly. When, when I was like, the lexicon me? mission statement's about um, the gathering. I was like, yeah, we can we can gel with that so much. So. Good, times. good times. All right. So... Oh, June. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Fucking beer. Like, do you guys like beer? Do you guys like beer? What's your favorite beer? I love... I... I 
I adore beer. Um, Both of you. And that's my thing. I've done whiskey and stuff over the years, I guess, but like beer is you know, I'm a beer guy. where I go to. Uh, a little bit of wine too, you know, that kind of thing. But like Australia and beer is like where the craft scene in the last five or ten years has nice. pushed, pushed a lot of the kind of... You know the default commercial stuff that's no no one's ever questioned for 50, 60 years, and it's like, oh, we all. This is what I was saying before. We all just drink without thinking about it, and just like get the same old crap. Mm. And now, now we're doing pretty well. Like it's just some amazing stuff coming out. But yeah, give yeah, me yeah. The, uh, I want to. I want to know. I want to know. You know, this is. I'm gonna flip the tables. What are your yeah. guys' favorite beers? Like for real? Uh, really? Probably anything that's the biggest, darkest. Uh, mm. Imperial Stout you could find kind of thing. You know what's actually re- oh, really good, really accessible, you can find it anywhere? A Givies Porter, which is Givies a... Porter. It's a Czech, I'm uh, pretty sure it's Czech Republic or Polish. I mm-hmm. think it might be Polish anyway. Um, but it's just a... It's kind of a Baltic-y porter that's gotcha. like 10%, 10% and I've found you can find it most places. Um, but it's just an absolute sledgehammer. It tastes like licorice and it's, it's like a dessert beer. It's Ooh. crazy. It's... Um, that and anything that's like a big, you know, Belgian triple or something. Oh, Belgian. I can't stand Belgian. That's just, uh, <laughs> that's just me, though. Uh, what, what about you, Chesh? What, what, uh, what do you typically go for? I, I'm a snob. I don't drink beer. I think beer is <laughs> Ooh, uh, that oh, We could debate for ages. That hurts my soul. Um, mm. I, I, there's a beer for everybody. I'll tell you that right now. I believe that. Exactly. Um, but... Well, what do you what do you go for then? So I generally uh, stick with spirits um, or ciders, mm. uh, sweet okay. ciders. So- I'm not I'm not a fan of beer because it's too hopsy. Mm. That's pretty much. Ah, it. you just haven't had the right beer, my I've friend. Ever had. Exactly. Right so beer. I don't think I've ever had a beer outside German mm. beer uh, that I've it ever. It does liked. the sweet side, I guess. Um, yeah. There's some really nice um, pale ale German beers that are really nice, but you can generally only get those at the like the German uh, the German restaurants mm. here. Yeah, they're, like they're um, the type of thing that's an absolute like just commercial ubiquity in Belgium or Germany or whatever. We absolutely treasure mm-hmm. like it's the most exotic thing on the planet, and you know it's amazing. But it, cause it, it is because our beer. Well, yeah, is exactly. I mean, the craft stuff again doing like, well. Our, our beer is vomit brewing. Well, also, Chesh um, uh, is kind of like what uh, I was talking to Jason Alt on our second episode about. I just got into very briefly. It's like the, there was a time for quite a few years where it felt like Australia was doing it, the States were doing it too, but it felt like this crazy arms race of how hoppy can you make it? And it made this whole like culture of like, oh, I really enjoy this. I don't even know if the people that said they enjoyed it did. Yes, fuck because, it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't – like I. I get a headache if it's too, like, the hops are crazy. Like, it's just too bitter, you know. And, and so yeah. I, I usually don't even go for IPAs, but, you know, that was a thing for a while, though. And then I think I a few you. people realize it's like, that's just actually not that pleasant. <laughs> All right. I used to live next to the Forex Brewery. Whoa, Hard pass man. on beer unless it's Yeah, German. you've been spoiled, man. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I recommend. Here, I mean, I'm going to recommend some beers. Please um, do for for, Fill my for tabs. you for you Sam. I recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they they get it over there, but it seems like it's more of an American effort. But there is we can a... still get a lot of stuff here. Like I've got, uh, you know, actually mates I've met through magic, and that's the best thing you said before. But like I've some of my best mates now all have magic as a conduit. But like one of them brews, one of them makes wine, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I know like there's places in Melbourne. 
again we do when you want to find them you can find the extremes of everything so if you i no doubt if you tell me a beer i'll be able to find it well hopefully you can because this this beer the spear recipe more more so has been Mm. brewed by about i think a little over a thousand breweries in america and um so each brewery makes it a little bit differently I mean, they use the same recipe, but it's not going to turn out same because different breweries, right? And different mm. processes. But it's, it's this beer called uh, Black is Beautiful, which I recommend for you. And every can sold goes to a charity of the brewery's choice. But oh, excellent. not only is this for drinking for a good cause, but goddamn, the brewery that I had it from was uh, Brewery Martinez. Um, it's fucking delicious. It's like 10 percent it's like 10.5 yeah it goes down smooth chocolatey we're talking dangerously yeah yeah i mean when something's over 10 percent and actually i i think you'll find that dollar bill brewing um actually signed up for international black Ah, hey there you go hey yeah yeah. go go get it go get it and i'm telling you it's that's fucking that delicious! hundred percent of the profits going towards the uh, the bail. Oh. That's amazing. The open yeah. source, open source recipe. What an idea! And it's fucking delicious too. So drink for a good cause. Uh, Black is mm. beautiful. I highly recommend it. I, and, and for for uh, Chesh, I'd recommend any beer that's labeled Lambic. Also, yeah, man. Uh, also, I would recommend um, a brewery called Grimm. Uh, that's G-R-I-M-M. Um, and anything from... I, I, I really hope you guys get this out there, but we have a brewery here in uh, at Berkeley or, or Oakland uh, called The Rare Barrel, and they make sour beer. Have you ever had sour beer, Chesh? Yeah, we've, I mean... Never had I think you'll dig sour beer. I mean, yes. that's yes, another thing that... Oh, actually, I have... I had kaiju and I did that. It can it. be wildly different, and I think yeah, there's definitely yeah. like I've had good breweries do some sour beers, and they're like, oh, they're not that great. They're like actually mm-hmm. a bit off. But I think it's the ultimate yeah. like mark of skill in a brewer to be able yes. to do that and pull it off. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, it comes down to like I mean, as I said, I'm I'm not a fan of beer, but many months ago, um, Hayden and myself got a whole bunch of um, of uh, the, the the dumplings. Tim Sims, mm. um, and a whole bunch of craft beers, mm. and they're all sours. Mm. Oh, because I was trying to find my nation beer. Um, so long, long story short, I used to be a chef. Um, I've cooked with beer, I've cooked with wine, I've cooked with spirits, um, but I mainly stick to spirits for drinking. And as I was saying, you know, I uh, like pretty much ciders. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was on a kick to try and find. Because, as you said, and as I believe that that is true, that there is a beer for everyone. There is. Like, you just have to find it. Um, I also found a chocolate-based, mm. or I guess a cacao-based sour, and it was not Whoa, good. that actually, yeah, that oh. sounds, like a, weird, that Caco- sounds like a weird paradox. Cacao-based sour? What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> As I said, I go out of my way to find real obscure shit to yeah. try. That's a little food and drink is my jam. That seems a little okay. So the weirdest sour that I had was at the Rare Barrel, and it, it was brewed with carrots. Ooh, and yeah! Believe it or it not, work, it worked. It, they made yeah, it work. Yeah. But but 
cacao, that's like bitter. You can't mix bitter and sour. That yeah. doesn't work. I'm looking for some citrus and stuff. Yeah, like, you know, you'll like some, some fruit um, in some sour. Here we go. Grim. Grim Artisan Ales is a Brooklyn-based yeah. brewery founded in 2013. Is available from beercartel.com.au. Nice. Labels are on point, too. Uh, they are oh, excellent. man, guys. That they only so you make good, good beer. Those are great. I'm telling you. Because, okay. So, uh, the thing that Grim does in a lot of their beers, which... which which curves off like the hoppiness or like the bitter factor is they brew a lot of their beers with lactose which gives Mm -hmm. them a nice smooth creamy quality and not overly creamy we're not talking like a milkshake ipa or we're not talking about like a it's like like a mouthfeel yeah 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 (laughs) i hate that word but i love it at the same time it's great yeah but like a nice nice uh uh um it takes the edge off of the bitterness mm. if if you're extra sensitive to bitterness. I, 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 try something from Grimm and then get back to me and say, I don't like at, beer. At $30 for a 500 yes, bottle? Yes, I'll do that. I've paid more for beer. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot yeah, of money. I mean, the question anything like paying stupid amounts for magic cards, I've done the same well, you know, $30 like, for what am I doing? five magic cards? What? I guess those kaijus I <laughs> yeah. paid like exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I will say that one of my favorite joys is finding something that's like you find value in it too. So, I mean, not to, not to absolutely, you know, jam it and, you know, uh, abuse alcohol or anything like that because it's not the point. But it's like yeah. when you feel like you've... I think it's the things that are like, com- like again, commercially available like, but they're actually yeah. like a bit of a hidden. You don't expect them to be as good as they are. Like one I found the other day was a Sri Lankan beer called Lion. It was just a Lion Stout, huh. and it's really standard. But it's just like it's cheap, and you get it for eight dollars for a what is a seven hundred fifty ml bottle, like yeah, yeah. which is a bit like that's a lot of stout. That's nine percent, and you know you kind of commit to it. But like that kind of stuff, and and, and I said GVS before was you know relatively achievable as well, like yeah, to find yeah. around the place. Yeah, I love it. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I don't even mind a um, you know, if it's the right kind of like pale ale or something like that. But if like even if you want to go the most standard beer, if you want to get a box or whatever, like an imported um, uh, what do you call it, Peroni, but a red one, not the not the beer, uh, not the um, Azuris or whatever. The um, yeah, like the the nice multi kind of pale ale, like that one's actually pretty good and cheap. Oh yeah, if yeah. You, you know, like if you want a session beer, but yeah. Oh man, I like where this chat's gone. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I could talk about beer all day. I used to be a home brewer, but I lost the uh, the time. Or both mm. the guy I used to brew with, it, he lost the time as, as well to brew. But we used to uh, we learned a lot of uh, hard lessons uh, in the, mm. the brewing world, like uh, star sand. Don't use too much star sand. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh man, we turned uh, we made a red ale which turned into um, Drano for the bowels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you can't like star sand. Fortunately, is not um, toxic. Like you can you can drink it. It's not harmful, uh, really. And if you if you you know dilute it, but but uh, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Like I would recommend it because uh, it creates a uh, it, it makes it makes your mouth and uh, your uh, sphincter um, just a one way street. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> it's just a one-way street, liquid. Uh, it's amazing. You'll have you'll have friends that'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm never tasting your homebrew again." That's um, yeah, that was not nice. Yeah, well, I mean, luckily oh, we amazing. didn't give it out to anybody. Yeah. It was just uh, we drank it, um, and I guess it didn't. We didn't uh, hurt anybody in the process, but we definitely hurt ourselves. Uh, our first brewer, the first beer was. Uh, a brown ale and it turned out to be it's, it was okay it was sticky because uh, we didn't ferment the yeast or uh, ferment the yeast we didn't um, populate populate the yeast enough and it, the excess sugar kind of made it a little sticky but it still yeah, mm. tasted alright you know like, uh, on the sweet side I guess yeah yeah well like will I give it will I give it another go yeah in the future I probably want mm. to downsize to like a gallon if I do start brewing again they say start with a brown ale too, don't they? Like it's probably uh, the best thing to. Yeah, I, I, we should have done that. We started a five gallon a month uh, brew process, but if you want to learn about brewing, a good, good show to listen to or a good podcast to listen to is uh, the Sunday session from the Brewing Network. Uh, and I'm lucky enough to live in a town where the Brewing Network is right here, right in the center. Mm. Um, uh, they own a place called the Hop Grenade. And, I hope I'm not doxing myself, but it's, uh, I love going there and I, I, I they have 21 taps rotating, Yo. 21 rotating taps, always something on nitro, always a cider. And when I say there's a beer for everybody, if you can go there and just not yeah. find something that you like, then I can't help you. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Well, most places here have six commercial taps and then some people... Like, it, the thing is, too, like, anyone crafty that's doing okay in Australia then gets bought up by Carlton United Brewery or whoever else, like Lion, and it's just, like, they're... You know, and it's good. There's still good beer, but, like, you know, there's just... You know, we're still so yeah. new to it. And, and I think that's what excites me, like, you know, uh, places that have 20 taps and, you know, I've been to a couple of places overseas, like, oh, my God, this is this is what it's about. And, you know... Uh, oh, you guys got a lot of Constellation brands out there. I know that. Um, like, uh, SA, SAB Miller and AB InBev, like, they own, mm. they make, to collectively, 51% of the world's beer. So if you see something on the shelf... Which is nuts, you, isn't it? Like, it's yeah, crazy. If you see something on the shelf that you don't, like, know is made by a local brewery, it's probably made by one of those two companies. Exactly. Uh, it ten, you know, like ultimately, you know, right? it'll say it'll say like so and so brewing company, but they're owned by. SAB it's a subsidiary or something, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Like Constellation Brands, like I know Foster's is a Constellation brand, I think. Uh, and people uh, say Foster's is Australian. It's not, no, it's it's disgusting. <laughs> Hasn't been no, and it's like I, I was in Florence, and there's a massive banner that just said, "I'm in the place of mass." Like, even the actually the Italian craft scene is pretty awesome. You know, that's yeah. doing pretty well. But like the the wine there and everything, and then you know, quite central in town, I just see this big old ugly banner that just says Foster's Australia's favorite beer. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> no, it, it's Budweiser not, isn't even American anymore. Yeah, exactly. it used to be, but not anymore. Um, the, uh, America's largest, the largest American-owned brewery is uh, Boston Boston Lager. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it is Sam Adams, I guess I could say. Boston Lager yeah. is is what they make, but Sam Adams, um, it's huge. Yeah, 
Yeah, the next next to that is Sierra. But um, do you guys have any? Yeah, we we, we get a lot of Sierra actually. Yeah, we do. Yeah, they're they're pretty big, uh, and and local to California. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they're like the first, one of the first big craft kind of scenes. Yes folks i guess yeah. yeah yeah ken ken grossman like this is how much of a beer nerd i am um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh, pay, uh sierra nevada pale ale was one of the first like uniquely craft beers that was a success outside of all the loggers that were, were, mm. were going on um and i really respect it is as interesting of a person as ken grossman is um he is a very boring <laughs> author. <laughs> I read one of his books. He said he had his daughter write it, but like, goddamn, this guy's boring as fuck. Like, he, he talks about like mountain climbing and biking and delivering beer in a truck, and it's like, how do you make this sound boring, dude? Like, he did it though. If you want to hear yeah, a really like the- interesting American brewer, uh, ugh, American independent brewer that made it pretty successful. I don't know, you might have some of his beer out there. It's Lagunitas. He's got mm-hmm. the dog on the bottle. Um, this guy is a, a legit insane. Um, <laughs> he started brewing beer after he learned about how to brew beer while on mushrooms at a festival. Whoa. And started brewing beer in his bathtub and then bought a dairy farm and like used that equipment to start brewing his first like commercial beer and um then was like evading the irs for like taxes for a minute (laughs) and he tells you how to like respond to the irs's letters and like what order to in this in this like i want to read this it's amazing like lagunitas is insane they got shut down by the dea um because uh someone offered one of their agents weed like at the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at the brewery during a sting operation because they're trying to see if someone like the Lagunitas breweries is, is actually it, it insane. Like it's, it's yeah, yeah. One of their labels says Lagunitas sucks. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lagunitas sucks, which is a reference to the band Primus. Uh, oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's and also because they couldn't get out their um. There, uh, some little something L, I think, one year, and and they got a bunch of reviews like Lagunitas sucks. They can't make their beer, so like fuck it. And they made a, I think it was a brown sugar based uh, ale, uh, and they just labeled it Lagunitas sucks. And it's a really good beer. Like I, I, I really like it. Um, another one undercover investigation shutdown ale. Yes, <laughs> that is why they made that beer. It's because it got shut down at the DEA because they had a oh, beer so called um, oh God, was the Chronic and mm. uh, or something like it, it was like the Kush or the Chronic and and one dude. And the story of that is uh, a, a fucking DEA agent. It was like, hey, have you tried this? And he like set it on his boss's desk, and he's like, this is pretty good. And then the <laughs> boss is like, you know what that means, right? And he's like, what? Like that's 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 a marijuana reference. He's like, are you for real? And they're like, yeah, maybe we should send an agent over there to investigate. <laughs> and then that's when they got <laughs> shut down. <laughs> uh, they got shut down for like two oh, weeks. Exactly. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Lagunitas is, is a bizarre uh, brewery. I, I I like the beer. The reason uh, a lot of people don't like their beer is because the unique flavor. Like the kind of this weird kind of sweet bitterness yeah. that comes from the yeast. That's actually their yeast profile. 
they that they use, not the hops. Do um, they always use the same one, or like it's? Yeah, they use this one strain of yeast that has a very unique flavor profile that kind of gives their beer that that. It, if you drink a Lagunitas beer, you always kind of know it's Lagunitas, you know. Mm. You know, it, it's kind of like if you listen to. You know, if you listen to a Yes song, you know it's a Yes song because of the vocals, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> There's a little bit of the guitar work there as well, but yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a Yes. Oh, oh, by the way, um, if you're a prog fan, I highly recommend, if you don't know this already, you should listen to XYZ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the promo I have not, though. Yeah. They're not a bit. They did not become a real band, unfortunately. But have you listened to their promo tapes? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. I've known of, but um, yeah, interesting. Okay, oh, so, oh my god, you you, yeah. you you don't know about XYZ? No, no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, know this is like, it. this is like the um, the the it, we if we were in a. Uh, uh, different reality than god damn it <laughs> um, so this band was made of Chris Squire on bass keyboards and vocals Jimmy Whoa, Page as lead guitar Chris Squire, Dave like Lossard on keyboards and Alan White on drums how did I yeah that's where I know I know now and Chris Squire's it, album uh, Fish Out of Water by the way is one of my favorite albums of all time it, it, it was a, it was a super band that yeah I heard got, about this yeah yeah and then if if we were in a different reality because the reason why it's called XYZ is there were X yes and Led Zeppelin mm. <laughs> that's so good so X yes Zeppelin <laughs> Aha! Yeah, it's amazing, and I was like, "Holy shit!" If this, if we're we're not living in the right timeline, that this band didn't come to fruition, right? Um, so unfortunately, guys, like I don't know if you noticed, but reality kind of sucks right now, and this is mm-hmm. why because <laughs> because X Y Z didn't release an album. <laughs> I know what I'm listening to this afternoon. It's great. Yeah, I don't even think I, I don't think I've ever seen anything. Yeah, like made by it or anything. Oh, you know, uh, what did they make anyway? Just they had sessions essentially. Listen to Telephone Secrets. That's like you listen to it and you're like, this is a hit. If yeah. the, if it was properly mastered, this is a fucking hit. Um, it just is. You listen, it's got all the ingredients, man. And, you know, yeah. Fucking oh, man. Chris Choir, like. He is, he's excellent, like, and he's so underrated. Like, he was a big part of, you know, what made yes, but it's like, as I said, um, Fish Out of Water is just an unreal album. And it's like, when they all did their own single stuff, like, outside of yes, I don't think anyone picked that the, the Chris Squire album would be the best. <laughs> I know, it's interesting. But yeah, big part, big part, what made him what they were you know no, of course sick. you know rick wakeman yeah you could, but yeah but it, it's it's ah god the vocals the vocals duke well i i 
I actually never was mad about the vocals in Yes to start with. I was just like, ah, you know, they're like an acquired days type thing, like John Anderson stuff. And um, same with like ones like Pavlov's Dog and that kind of thing, like the, the higher end of, you know, high pitch prog vocals. But the type of thing that just really unloaded over time, you're like, ah, this is a excellent now. Like, you know, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Well, we could both talk about prog rec for Oh, for man, days, man. I, I reckon we better, better wrap up actually. And then later. Oh, man.